Hello out there and welcome to the Grief Podcast episode 171. I'm your host this time. And with me, as always, is Tiggs. Hey, Alex. Hey, Tiggs. Hey, How yeah. good is it? I'm, bring, I'm bringing the energy right now, Alex. Yeah, you are. You're really bringing the energy here. You know what? We're a bunch of guys. We're here to talk to you about video games. Yep. And we're not afraid to break the rules. No way. And... And, and take names. Breaking rules and taking names is what we do. And, and <laughs> take rules. Take rules. Break names. break names. What? Have you ever broken a name? Have I? I don't... I don't know. Well... Not, not really, I guess. This is, that's a weird concept. I'm even... I'm trying to, like, wrap my head around it right now. I guess it'd be, like, mispronunciation. Oh, then I do that all the time. Because we're definitely good at that. Yes. That is a hundred percent accurate. No, I break names all the time. Then, I thought you were being like, "Did you ever? Did you ever have a situation where someone was given or gave you their name, and you had to like break it up into multiple lines or something?" And then, okay, like 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 kind of like breaking down a portmanteau. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like submitting a form on a website. Like I've broken down names See, before. The way I saw it is breaking a name is like someone you know says hi to you, says their their name. And you, like, shame them so bad by their name that they can't use it anymore. I've never done that, I can honestly say. But, like, you're like, yeah, your name's, like, Todd. Todd whoa, Todd? Pfft, take Todd. Why don't you get out of here with that name? My name has been broken. I no longer have a name. <laughs> yeah, and it just turns into, like, some weird samurai movie at that point. And he just says, you just, like... Yeah, then he's got to... Todd uh, Wanders... Uh, yeah, Todd Wanders trying to reclaim his name. Wow. The broken name. I, I see this as like a movie. Like, honestly, this could totally mm, be I see it as a series of books. Okay. The Broken Name Trilogy? Yeah, young adult if we can. Yeah, obviously. That way we can, we can franchise this shit. I feel like uh, the young adult book market of samurai novels is thoroughly lacking. Unless you count manga. In which case, now, then they're a glut. No. That that one young adult one would like where like cities are walking around. Did that happen yet? Did that movie come out? Cities are walking around. Yeah, you can Google that. I, I may have made it up. I don't even but know. There's like they're like a bunch of it's like a bad steampunk feature, and they're like at one point they're like, "What's coming this way?" They're like it's London and like the oh, Mortal like, Engines. Yeah, did that happen yet? Yeah, that's I, that's a, that's got a couple of movies out there, I think. Does it really? That's a friend. Oh my god! Do people like that? Um, I'm gonna guess no. Well, actually, oh no. Okay, so it looks like it was only one movie so far. It came out this year. Uh, it came out earlier in the year. Uh, I'm I want to look up because the thing that I want to uh, find about this. Oops. Sure. Sure. Uh, Who doesn't. Yeah, obviously. All right, so yeah, see the mortal uh, film. But I bet. And then I want them to like be like where there's like no cool. It is not cows. out yet. It oh, comes out, out December fourteenth. Oh, we still have time. Because like imagine <laughs> one team they're like they're like oh no here comes Rochester. <laughs> and then no one's scared. It was Rochester. <laughs> yeah, they're like oh okay. Yeah, all right, that's fine. This seems just probably pretty nice. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you got like a music hall. I do. Yeah. Schenectady goes by. 
<laughs> How do you pronounce? And then Schenectady gets its name broken immediately. Yeah, by by, by what's his name? Lloyd Lloyd Kaufman? No, Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman from Troma comes up. Oh my god! Somebody, somebody, fund my next movie. Mm. Now, why hasn't there been a like a Toxic Avenger revival? I. What, what? I think I answered my own question. I think you did. Wasn't there? There was a Toxic Avenger cartoon in the 90s. Yeah. And which that is like was kind terrible. of crazy to think that that was a cartoon for kids. Like a weird trauma film, a trauma series of films, uh, became like a Saturday morning cartoon for kids. Did you ever like go to the, did you go to the trauma offices with us? That one no, time we went? no, I did not. Was it just like a bunch of sad people? No, they were they were filming Poultry Geist at the time, and so there was just a lot of fake chicken like guts everywhere. Did they did they do those weird like thumb movies that Bob Odenkirk produced or starred in or whatever? That's Steve, that's a different guy. I think no relation. To oh, him. it's not. Oh, okay. So it's, it's just an Odenkirk, and Odenkirk, but no relation. I, I guess. But also, imagine being like, guys, here's my idea for a movie. <laughs> it's Star Wars. But like thumbs, <laughs> he goes. That's gold. Give me about five more. <laughs> you gotta be like, how much? Like one at that pitch meeting, right? Yeah. Is he like? I met, you mean how much cocaine was ever on? I know. I mean, obviously a lot of that. But I was, I wanted to know like what budget. Like he was just like, I can do it for this much money, and they're just like, <laughs> listen, how much does a thumb cost? Is the real question. I mean, how many thumbs? Buy them if you get them in bulk, it costs less. So, okay, let's look at how many thumb movies there were. Okay, there's because thumb think, wars. Well, okay, because there's multiple thumb wars, though, first off. Were there? I, I never saw any of these movies. Well, he did Kung Pao, if you remember that one. Way of the Fist? Yes. Oh, I remember that one, yeah. Um, he also did the screenplay for Evan Almighty. Huh. <laughs> um, so the Thumb Frank Wars is- series was not his lowest point. Hey, so there's Franken Thumb. That yeah. The God Thumb. The God Thumb? What is what? That's Godfather. Oh my god. I don't know. The, the Blair Thumb. Mm-hmm. Yep, named after our friend Blair. Bat Thumb. Uh, yeah, Blair, yep, yep. Yep. Uh Bat Bat Thumb, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. And I knew there was a thumb tannic. No. That's right. Is there really? I just remember seeing these D V D covers at I'm not, borders I'm all not the time. Dumb. Oh, you're kidding me. And then thumb words. Okay. The Phantom, the Phantom Cuticle. Oh, is that the real name? Yeah, that's well, actually all right. How long were these movies? Were they full length? They, they say short. So, okay. I'm... And Thumb Wars was a TV short. It was 29 minutes. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Let's be fair. Like, anything more than that? Even that length? Yeah. I'm, I'm probably like, no. I, there are so many things that I could do. <laughs> um... Wow, the Luke, uh, the Luke character in it. Yeah, his name is Loke Groundrunner. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, this sounds about right. Did you did you see these? No. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, all right. I I saw Kung Pao. Dude directed Ace Ventura when Nature Calls and wrote it. I mean, he's a triple threat. And he was on an episode of Full House as himself. <laughs> That's... Okay, that's pretty good. Okay, imagine, what would he do with a, a thumb thing of now? I would say, what about, hear me out, what about like the thumb and the furious? Oh, he would definitely do 
Stump of the Furious. That would be that would actually be pretty good. Because um, Vin Diesel already kind of looks like a thumb. That's true. What about instead of like Insidious in Thumbius? Okay. Yeah. Let's write itself. Yeah, I know. You don't even need anything else in that one. Because, um, like, the thing is, he's not even, like, making a pun. Like, Thumb Tannic is not a play not, on words. That's not a play on words at all. It's just putting the word thumb in there. And some words is <laughs> the just thing. Ju- it's the it's, it's, Like, the, the, the Blair's thumb is just... The money wasn't spent on the writing, Alex. That's what you I mean. It's it's all on the effects, the thumb effects. Making yeah, like thumbs look bigger than they really are. The the dub alone. Probably, yeah, probably pretty expensive. The, the internationalization of all the movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to get this to foreign markets. Exactly. That's probably where it made most of its money. <laughs> Do you think that, like, the way Jerry Lewis is, like, huge in France, like, you go to Portugal and, like, everyone is, like, there's, talking to the man. There's just a um, giant statue of a thumb in Portugal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why them. I, I apologize to Portugal. I don't know why I saddled you guys with this. <laughs> They're like, no, that. yeah, that checks out. Have you not been to our thumb museum? Our thumb museum? <laughs> uh, Diggs. Yes. Tell me what is in your thumb museum of games that you played. Wow. Um. So it actually hasn't been that long since our last podcast, you know, relatively only, speaking. Only two weeks, I believe, right? Yeah, this three is, weeks. This is. I think it's three weeks at this point. Maybe two. This, Yeah, so, you know, not uh, a whole heck of a lot, but... Obviously, we spent this time getting hyped. Yeah, obviously. Um, so so I uh, went back to Undertale. And oh, yeah. So this is, this is how terrible of a person I am, Alex. Um so played Undertale, uh, you you get the platinum trophy for Undertale, basically like the room before the final boss. Like maybe it's like one or two screens away, or maybe like one more save point away. So I got my platinum, and I haven't gone back to the game. I'm, I mean, they are right done. there. Uh, yeah, exactly. I got everything I needed to. Like, come on, I, I was able to. I got my twentieth platinum. Easy platinum, right? It's a super easy platinum. Um, so I highly suggest if you are. I mean. To the four people that are still interested in platinum trophies, and for whatever reason, this I was just like, I need to get one more. I had nineteen. I needed a twentieth. I get that. Um, and so I just went for this one, and yeah, it was super easy, and it's been really good so far. Uh, I, I just need to get back to it. I just need to finish it up. It's pro- it's going to be like another half hour. Um, and you only need to do one playthrough, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all in one playthrough. There's like a dog statue at one point that you just keep uh, like giving money to, and like every time you give it money. Uh, you get a trophy out of it, and that's like half of the trophies in the game. That's real dumb. And I think the platinum trophy is labeled something like, "Okay, can't we just go do something else now?" Or it's some weird like, "Why? Are, well, this is pointless. You, everything yeah. I just did was pointless." So I'm like, "All right, yeah, I could, but I wanted this platinum." Um, but it's it actually plays really well on the Vita, so I, I recommend like picking it up on there if you're going to play it again. Yeah, that's totally a good a good place for it. Yeah, it, it's coming to Switch soon. It's coming to switch in like September, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, either wait for that or just get it on Vita. Like, yeah, I think it, it works totally fine on the Vita. Um, I also so I picked up on the recommendation of uh, one of my uh, previous coworkers, a uh, Sushi Striker on the 3DS. Okay. Have you okay? Have you, I thought I thought I was gonna say it, and you're gonna just be like, "You got Sushi Striker, man? How is that?" You said, "But you're not. You're just like I've never heard of." This. Is that like Fruit Fruit Ninja? 
No, uh, no, yeah, well, kind of, you know, not, not exactly, but kind of. Um, so Sushi Striker, you're basically, you're in, like, one-on-one matches against other, like, sushi chefs for the most part, and, and there are three conveyor belts in front of you of all different kinds of sushi on different plate colors, uh, and the conveyor belts are constantly moving, and you're basically, uh, matching in a line of, like, any zigzag connected line that you can make of sushi, and just, like, getting more points, uh, like, throwing the empty plates at your opponent, um, you get, like, these... Oh, that kind of sounds fun. It I... is real fun, uh, which is which is crazy. Um, it's also like deceptively complex. There's like a lot of systems going on at work, and like they just keep piling on more and more things. Uh, you'll have you'll get like sprites that you can power up and level up. You're you're gaining levels like uh, and, and XP basically at the end of each match. Um, the the sprites all have like a special power, and like you're charging them up to use them during the match, and like so. One of them will be like turns all the dishes on the uh, on the conveyor belts into health uh, pickups. So then, you, like if you're low health, you can use that. One's like a massive like damage boost against like your opponent. And there's apparently like tons and tons of these things, like all with different powers. Uh, hmm. Now, uh, do you use the touch screen on this? Yes. So this is, I'm playing this on 3ds, and it's all on the touch screen uh, to uh, to like draw the line to pick up uh, the plates of sushi. Uh, there is a Switch version out there. But apparently, it's not it's not as good as the 3DS version. Uh, the reviews are are less. People don't like the um, I guess the fidelity of the Switch screen quite as much. Uh, the other problem with this game on the Switch is that it's sixty bucks, and that's what? yeah, it is a full price game. And, and don't get me wrong, I mean, this is a it, deep ass game. Okay. It really is. But that is a big ask for it. it it's it, it's forty on 3DS, but uh, my friend, it kind of looks like a phone game. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of why I'd be like, oh, yeah. So my friend texted me, and he was just like, dude, Sushi Striker is on Amazon right now for like seventeen ninety nine on 3DS. Oh, wow. And I was like, all right, that's the price I'll pay for this game. And it's super fun. Um, I still have a couple more levels. I'm still really early on in it, and like, you will eventually unlock like online play. Uh, so I'm trying to like get to that, because I think that would actually be pretty fun. But if this goes back on sale, I, I, and you still, I, do you still have a 3DS? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, I would. I would highly recommend getting this on 3DS for like. I a, mean, it looks see, neat. Like yeah. it looks really neat. Like yeah. I, I mean, I guess it doesn't look like a phone game. It's style. No, it doesn't. But yeah. like, but co- conceptually, you're just like, the, what's the difference between this and Emoji Blitz in, in kind of a way? But it, it is. It's different. Like because there, you can like match massive combos of things. Like you're matching up to like ten to twenty plates at a time or more. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that right yeah. now. Yeah, and it's really cool. It's really fun. It it's it. It actually, I don't know. I, I'm just not good at it. Like they're telling me, like, dude, th- like combo this many plates, and I'm like, I got half of that if I'm lucky. Um, like, like the bat, like the AI did. No, I did. Well, the AI, to- oh. well, the the tutorial guy was just like, use this new ability to to match more plates, and I'm like, I'm matching the same exact amount of plates. I I cannot. I'm not doing that well at this game. Um, but it's really fun, and it's like easy, quick bursts. Uh, it's got a it's got a good art style to it too. I like the art style a lot. So, so yeah, if this does come down in price, I would I highly recommend getting this because this is a fun. So you have to play. unlock the the online play. You do, yeah. You unlock you like you unlock a bunch of stuff just playing uh, like through the game. Like it it's that and that's the thing with it is that it seems like very simple at first, and then like as you play each round, it, like something new is unlocked. Like either some system or something else is like unlocked like almost every single time. Uh, at least from where I am at the game right now. 
Uh, so it's constantly just like building and building and building. So it, it is, it's deceptively simple, uh, but it, it's super fun. It seems pretty cool. I'm, I'm definitely going to keep my eyes on this because, yeah, 17 or whatever, 99, that sounds great. Yeah, that is a good price for it. And again, I haven't played the Switch version, but I didn't hear as great things. Um, and the 3DS version works really well. Um, nice. So let's see here. Uh, I also, uh, I plugged in a little Monster Hunter World. You did end up getting this, all right. I did. I got it. It came out on PC uh, last week or two weeks ago, something like that. Uh, so I picked it up. I've only played a little bit of it so far. Are, are you playing by? Are you playing with other people at all? Or? No, so far just by myself. Um, and I'm not super crazy about it yet. Uh, there, there are things about it that I, I guess, like the I am getting like wrecked by like, like the very first like tutorial quest you get. Basically, it's like go kill a pack of uh, these monster. So I go to do that, and I get like. I live, I, I make it out, but, like, barely. I've used all my healing items. Like, I barely make it out alive. And I just feel like, um, because, like, one of the things with Monster Hunter is that there's no auto-targeting, right? So you just have to, like, you need to yeah. position yourself and get ready, and, like, then you take your, uh, the swing. And I'm just not used to it or whatever. I guess I'm just, I'm just not good enough, you know? Like, I, I really do rely on, like, in Dark Souls or Bloodborne, like, that auto-target. Like, that really helps out a lot. Um so it's taking me a little time to get into that. Um, and, and so I'm not loving that part of it right now. It looks really good. The intro is, is like fantastic. Um, where it's just kind of like teaching you all this, these systems is like, everything is like going to hell around you. Um, I'm going to play some more of it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not done with it yet. Cause it, there are some really cool systems at work. It looks like it's going to be really fun, but it's just, it's not grabbing me. Like I, and like I was just like this, I'm going to, get this and i'm just gonna stop playing everything um and that's a stupid thing to think but uh so i didn't get there i did get the monster hunter generations ultimate on switch i haven't started that yet though that just came out yesterday i like that you like dove deep into this series that you're not sure if you like it is i've i mean i i had a psp one or two psp games and i liked them um yeah i, I tried those ones They're, they were not bad they were not bad but the controls weren't great especially with the psp controls um, yeah, and I didn't play with anyone, so like I never, yeah, like quite enjoyed it the same way I'm sure a lot of people did. I agree, and that's the thing is that I feel like on the Switch, that's going to be the way that I might actually, like, I'm thinking about getting this for my nephew, and because he has the one on Wii U, and he was and he enjoyed it, but I don't think he ever played it online with anybody. Um, so if I like, I get this for my nephew, send it off to him, and then I'm just like, hey, you want to go play some Monster Hunter? Uh, and I, I feel like that would be a good time, and I think that he would really enjoy it. Uh, the game as well, so I, I think it would be fun. Yeah, uh, that that sounds good. I mean, I've actually I've talked to people recently that have gotten into the latest one for PS4, which I can't remember which one that is. Monster Hunter World. Three? Oh, World, okay. Yeah. It's the one that just came out on PC. It was it was delayed a couple months to the PC launch. Gotcha. But uh, do the monsters seem cool? The monsters seem cool. Um, again, like, still really early on, just a couple of quests, and so... They haven't been like any giant beasts yet. Well, in the intro cutscene, or not cutscene, but like playable, like intro tutorial level, you, you do get a glimpse of some pretty big things. Um, so it looks like it's going to be really cool, um, you know, to actually like take down like these giant beasts and stuff like that. Um, have you, so yeah, you've played the PSP ones, but anything else for Monster Hunter? Or I tried the Wii U one. Okay, this yeah. the the world I feel like looks like you know, impressively better than all the other ones. Uh, to the point where, like, if, you know, it, it doesn't look 
so pixelated or, or not pixelated, but like so polygony. Like it, it looks smooth, which is a real nice, like you know, coming to, from like a Horizon Zero Dawn type of like aspect. Like okay, sure. Like okay. It, it looks good, like like almost like that. Not quite as good as I mean, that game looks awesome. But so there's that nice crisp clarity about it. Um, but underneath that, it's basically you know the same game. One thing I've heard about Generations Ultimate is that it it does not hold your hand like Monster Hunter World does. Like, it is trying to, like, get you into the systems. Like, we know this is a complicated game. Like, like there's... Uh, so there's there's more tutorials. There's, a, you know, a little bit more hand-holding, which is good, because I need that stuff right now in this. Um, but that also makes me a little worried to jump back to, to the other one, because I'm just going to be, like, lost. Hmm. Have you watched any, like, any stuff online? No, not yet. Um, that, that will... That'll end up going to that soon. Um yeah, any interest in in getting World or Generations at this point? I just never know which ones to get. It, it seems like the consensus is World. Like World is definitely yeah. the way to go if you're going to get one. Um, I don't know. Again, like if I if if we had a group of people that were like all willing to do it, then yeah. But I honestly don't think I could do that one by yeah. myself and just like I I, I ask enough... because I say I have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think we could play World together though. I think that's probably PS4 to PS4. Um, and not yeah. PC. Uh, but if you did get the Generations Ultimate, we could play that. We'll see. Yeah, I know. No, I wouldn't expect... It, it's, it's daunting. It is a daunting ask and task. Both of them. But uh, what else you got? Alright, so I also booted up a little Sea of Thieves. Oh, Sea of Thieves. Oh, Sea of Thieves, laddie. That's racist. Um, probably. Uh, so this is another game that... Um, so... My nephew, I, I finally, like, we convinced my sister and um, to let me send him the extra Xbox I have. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because um, I've been just holding on to it, waiting for them to be like, when Luke's ready for it, you know, we'll send it. Um, and, and so, you know, we sent it to him. He's got... <laughs> You're like, it is now time. <laughs> you, <laughs> you have grown. Yeah, it was like the beginning of El Topo, where it's just like, here, you know, uh, here's your first childhood toy and a memory of your mother. Bury this yeah. in the desert and let's go. Yeah, exactly. But instead, it's just like, here's an Xbox. Um, and so I gave him like that. I gave him Halo Reach and the Master Chief Collection, because I know he's like, he he loves uh, Halo. He, he loves like all things Halo. But uh, my sister the got song it. Yeah, obviously. By Rihanna. By Rihanna. It's a classic song. Like, there's no... Quite. Although that's come on recently, and I've been like, "Hey, Beyonce," and everyone's just like, "No, you idiot!" Like, All right? Do they not? Wait, is that Beyonce? It is Beyonce. Wait. No, no, I think it's. Uh, yeah, no, it. Right, I said it was Rihanna, and they were just like, "No, that's a Beyonce song." Oh. Or it's one that, of the. It's, either way, I got it wrong, and everyone else okay. knew. <laughs> You're right. It is Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. See, I make the same mistake. I'm just glad to hear that I'm not the only one. Oh goodness. Um, but anyway, so, and my sister got him Sea of Thieves, uh, and he has not touched Halo. He's like, I don't care. I just want to play Sea of Thieves. Um, Wait, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is big into Sea of Thieves, man. He's, so they're like, everyone at Rare is like, there's one person like <laughs> No, and he's he's constantly just jumping into, um, like, five-person, uh, so, like, he'll just be like, all right, just match me in a big boat. And he'll just go, and he'll just play with, like, people that are, have, yeah, like, in a big boat. like a legend. Big boy. <laughs> Going, like, legendary status in this game. Like, like, I didn't even know that was a thing. He's telling me, he's like, yeah, I was here with, like, a bunch of legendaries. I was like, what? Um, so I, as the antisocial gamer that I am, mm-hmm. booted up the smallest possible ship, didn't let anyone else join my game, and just invited him to it. 
which he was super happy. He was just like, he called me, like, he doesn't have a headset. Um, so he like called me up and we were just like talking on the phone for like an hour as we're just like playing this game. And he's like telling me all the ins and outs of it. Um, and I was having like a good time, but like, again, like if, if, if this was me on my own playing this game, I would have, you know, bounced off it hard quick, but having just like, like being able to play with my nephew, uh, out in Chicago and just being like, yeah, let's play some Sea of Thieves. Like it is, it is super fun to, like that is, I feel like that is what this game is best at. But like, uh, they did supposedly add more content. They added a bunch of stuff to it now. Like there was, there was just a massive content update recently that adds like, You'll just be see, uh, like sailing, and there'll be a giant like skeleton cloud in the sky, and then like uh, a pirate ship full of like skeletons will just like pop up out of the water and just like come at come at you. It's uh, so, and then there's like a whole storyline and a bunch of side quests associated with that. Um, huh. So there it's is. Funny. Go ahead. I feel like that and uh, No Man's Sky have been trying to win people back recently. No Man's Sky. People keep saying like, "Hey, it now might be the time to go back." Apparently it's good now. Like the No Man's Sky Next or whatever update. Yeah, people told me people that about could... Destiny as well, Alex. And guess what? I didn't go back. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, same thing. They said the same thing with the division. Yeah, that, that's true too. Uh, but but no, it's been good though. It's fun. Yeah, it's totally fun. Like again, a, a game that you got to play with at least one other person that you know. You, you know, talking to them the whole time. Like it, it, it adds the depth there that you that that game really needs. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's got a cool art style. It's felt like he's got it on Xbox. I got it on PC. We're playing, uh, together that way. And so like, it's cool that, that it all works like really well and seamlessly. Um, I would, I'm, I'm hesitant to recommend it, but like, if you got people you can play it with, I would recommend playing it. I'll be honest. I'm never going to play this game. Yeah. So yeah, that's all right. So no uh, point. Too bad. I actually like, I was interested in it, at least when they showed it off. Yeah, it always looked, well. There was this, and there was the other pirate game, which I can't remember now. Um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Well, there was that pirate game as well, but no, there's another one that's coming out in the next couple of months, I think. Um, oh, but I, but this one's uh, no, I I I enjoy this game, but I'm not. Uh, it's it's not a game I'm going to play on my own. So, uh, but still, it's pretty fun. Um, I also booted up the old Chrono Cross. Oh yeah, just for the heck of it. And this is actually going to get to something I'm going to ask you. I'll just ask you now at this point. Alex, I I have been, you know, going through backlog, uh, Front log. JRPGs uh, that, I, that I've, like, fin- like I, you know, finished Chrono Trigger earlier this year. I finished Final Fantasy VII again earlier this year. Like, games that I've played a bunch ah. of times. And now I'm like, well, there's still a gap in my, in my knowledge of... of uh, JRPGs, like classic PS1 JRPGs that I, I didn't have at the time or just like never got around to playing for whatever reason. Uh-huh. And so there's a couple of big ones, and Chrono Cross was one of the big ones, so I wanted to, you know, get into that. I put like three or four hours into it, and so far it's 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 good. It, this game has, you know, easily the best soundtrack. Um, Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I've not extensively played Chrono Cross. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've gotten like five, six hours into it before maybe. Um, maybe a little bit more, but now like this is my first time like really sitting down to like to try and play it again. Uh, Probably been like ten years since I've last tried to touch it. Yeah, easily. And you know, if it wasn't on Vita, I would not even think about it. In all honesty, uh, but because it is like I've got it there and I'm playing it. So 
I'm going to ask you a question now, Alex, because I need to know, like, which of these JRPGs should I play next? And then, depending on, like, when our next podcast is, if it's like, this is, I'm going to beat this game. Uh, I'm going to okay. play through this game because this, these are ones that I've not played before. And we'll probably, and, you know, at, at the end of this one, we'll do another one. Um, maybe that one will be like ones that I have played before and I just want to replay. But right now, so there's Chrono Cross, which is like, you know, that's, that's a blight. That's one that I really need to fix. That, that's a game that I should, like, the Chrono Trigger lover of, you know, in me, I should probably really play through Chrono Cross. Um, Xenogears, played like hours of it, but just haven't ever finished it. Um, the Suikoden series. I I own all of, like, a bunch of them, and I've not played more than a few hours of those. Yeah, me too. Like, and and I keep listening to like podcasts, and and people always talk about Suikoden, and they talk about like, well, Suikoden Two is one of the greatest JRPGs of all time. And, like, it might be the best JRPG on the PS One, and so yeah, that's one that like really interests me. I really want to get to it, but then like I read, it's like, well, you should probably play one before two. It's not necessary, but it helps. I'm just like, fuck, I don't know. Like, should I play one or two? Does it act, like does that actually matter? They're like 200 hour games. One is only like 20 hours. Oh really? Yeah, oh, the you. first one is play that in like you can play that most in a day. Exactly. I'll just stay home from work one day and just play through Suikoden. Um and then two, Probably. I think, is like forty to fifty or something like that. But you, I, you unlock stuff, I guess, or you meet characters and you will unlock certain things if you play one before two. But I don't think it's totally necessary. Well, cause it, that, that that was always the whole thing with them, right? It's like there's two hundred characters. Yeah, oh, why do I keep using two hundred? I number? don't know. There's a hundred and eight characters. Uh, 200 characters 200 exactly 200 characters probably in the game but 108 recruitable characters um and i don't know if everyone can be in your party or what but but it also like it it seems like it's there's like a town building aspect to it there's like a strategy game aspect to it there's like an like just a classic like jrpg uh turn-based battle system aspect to it like it seems like it's all of these things in one and that's that one really that's interesting um final fantasy tactics you never did that? I've played that game for hours. I have never finished that game. Oh, I I don't think I've ever finished it. At least 200 hours. Yeah, and that's why that one's like, I don't know if we're going to do that one. That might be uh, a little bit much. Uh, and Tactics Ogre, Ogre, which is also another one that's like supposed to be like 200 hours. Guys, all these games, exactly 200 hours. So of those five or six games, like either Suikoden in one or two, you know, Xenogears, Chrono Cross... Tactics Ogre or, or Final Fantasy Tactics, which one do you think is the one I should go to? Which is the game that I should play? Oh, um, I kind of want to... Let's say... Okay, because I think we've both bought... Hold on. Have we both bought Suikoden? So I, I know I definitely fun. have. It would be fun if we both played a little bit of Suikoden. Okay. And said what we thought. I like that. Yeah, Suikoden 1 or 2. Which one do you want to go with? Uh, up to you. I mean, I'm good with either. I, if you've bought one of them and not the other one, then we just go with that. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll double check tonight. Yeah, I definitely have both. So, And they're just sitting there. They've been sitting there for years. I feel I, like those I, are two games that I bought, downloaded immediately, and never touched. I was really thinking about going back to Vagrant Story at some point. I've wanted that I was like that. I, that was going to be one on this list. That was going to be one on this list as well. Did you ever play that? I played it, but I never fit. I've probably put like maybe an hour into Vagrant Story. In my head, it's a lot like Persona. Is it really? <laughs> but it I don't know if that's true. I have true. no idea. Yeah, I almost put the first Persona on this list as well, um, but I did not. I have gone back to that in the last like decade. I, I I tried to play it like last week. I just like 
the PSP remake. I'm just like, oh man, this is kind of tough. Yeah, but like you still hit a lot of the same beats. It's funny yeah. that like in 20 years, well, a lot of stuff is kind of similar. A lot of stuff is but, very similar, but but it's also changed like in a lot of good ways. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah. All right. So all right. Sweep so it in one or two, whichever one you have. If you've got if you've got both, then I don't know. Maybe we just. We, I don't know. I feel like two, everyone says two is the one to play. And so I'm just like, maybe we should just go straight to two. Um, so maybe we do just go straight to two. Wait. Oh, man. Your mic sounds so much better right now. Uh-oh. My mic died. Hold on. One second. You sound great. You sound so much better than you did like two seconds ago. Oh, my mic died. Hold on one second. Yeah, no. Take your time. I'm just going to fill some time in here. Um, talk about some Suikoden. Um I, I did boot up the first one on the train ride home today just to kind of like, just just to check it out. But but I didn't actually, by the time I got to my station, I didn't actually um, really get anywhere in it. It was, it was a lot of like uh, getting through the text at the beginning and just kind of like the intro to the story. So I haven't gotten into any um, any fighting, any anything except your kind of like, your fa- uh, father, I guess, leaves. And there's like, and now you're the you're the man of the house while I'm gone. Um and I don't know how how two is going to start again. I've never even booted these up, and and I'm pretty sure I don't. You know what? I don't think I had. On uh, Suikoden, I yeah, I don't. I'll have to double check. Yeah, I mean, yeah, find out. But I don't think I even ever had Suikoden one or two for the PS one. Like, I don't think those were ever on my radar. Hmm. But two is supposedly like the you know the secretly the best JRPG of all time. Um, and so that's why that that series is very like. Very intriguing to me. So yeah, check what you got. We'll play that. Cool. Um, one last game that I have played, Alex, is uh, Octopath Traveler. Yeah, you played the shit out of this. Right? I have, I've played a decent amount of this so far. Um, I am. So I've been doing like a, a round robin type of thing or whatever, where uh, you know I, I started. You know, you get your first character, you finish the prologue. Yeah. Then, then there are eight characters to recruit, and each one of them has a prologue to do. So I went around, I collected all eight to the prologues. Uh, then once I finished all the prologues, I went to the chapter ones, and I did every chapter one just like in in a round. Uh, and then once I finished all the chapter ones, with the chapter twos. So I have now finished uh, the first three chapters of everyone, and I'm just starting the chapter fours, uh, which are the last chapters for each individual story. <clears throat> I put like fifty hours in so far, and I'm enjoying it. I really like the battle system. Um, the story, you know, some of the stories are good, some of the stories are bad. Some of the stories, I'm just like, I just don't care. I'm skipping. Um, but I think the graphics look good. Uh, I, I think it looks great. Yeah. I really, um, I really like the design I've, of the monsters. I, I really like the monster designs. I've only played the beginning uh the, the thief guy. Therion. Yeah, I like Therion a lot. Um, He's not in my main party because... Well, you'll, you'll get to it. Like, you, you'll actually... Eventually, you, uh, you'll find, like, ruins or whatever that have, like, subclasses. And you, uh, there's, like... At this point, you probably have a couple of menus that have question marks when you go to, like, the pause menu. But eventually there's going to be just, like, one. You're going to be like, what the hell is it? And it's when you find the subclasses and you can actually give uh, your characters a subclass. Um, And so I've had... um, God, with the warrior... uh, It starts with an O. I forget what his name is, though. Um, I've been having him as, like, a warrior thief, and so I give uh, Theron, like, the thief warrior. So he's usually my tank when I'm playing. Um... And uh, the other dude, I feel like, is better uh, as a tank. And I made him like evasion tanks. Like I've given, like I've been like, I'm not going to get this gear because like it has high uh, defense, but it's going to drop my evasion a bunch. So 
it's got this cool like so i've got like a decent evasion tank thing going where there was a while where i was not able to get hit by anything and it was great and i, I was just like having every oh, wow. en enemy target cool. me and like always constantly moving um so that was really good uh it, it's now now that i'm into like the getting through like the end of the chapter three stuff and now into the beginning of the of the chapter four stuff that is not the case anymore um but i i really think that the systems here are, are a lot of fun um and and um I'm I'm close to the end. I'm excited to see it through. Yeah, cause how many chapters each one is it again? So each one is four. So I still have I have the final chapter. Round of chapters for yeah, me. so I have eight chapters left for them, and then and then after that, there's like an end game dungeon, uh, which is supposed to be balls hard. And I don't know if I'm ready for that. I feel like and and that's the dungeon where it like it kind of like ties a lot of the stories together, or like all of the stories kind of like tie together in that dungeon. Um, Cool. Which seems interesting. Ben, you started, so yeah, so you've been playing Asterion. What do you think so far? Yeah. Like, what do you think of the battles? What do you I, think of, like, the, the interactions where, like, you can go and, like, steal stuff from people as him? Yeah, it's cool. Like, I, I like, legitimately have not played much. Um, I just started on the train. Um, nice. And I, th I thought it was, like, I, I think the art, again, the art is great. Stand out. I think that it's, like, a good, a really good throwback to, like, Nessera RPGs. Oh, totally. Um, but like still looking a little updated, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, this is one that like, I haven't had a JRPG, like a straight up one like this that I've wanted to play in a long time. Right. But, uh, I am into this. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of JRPGs have gotten like overly complicated, uh, in their mechanics. And, yeah. this, and this has depth to it, but it's not like a cre like it, it's still very approachable. Yeah. And, uh, speaking of demos, did you also play that Valkyria crime? I did. I talked about it last time. Oh, that's right. You did. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I played. Nice. I, I played it first. It's well, about your Chronicles game. Yeah. Well, actually, well, this is a good segue into your section because that is the last of my games. So yeah. Oh, tell, nice. So tell me what you think of the Valkyria Chronicles uh, demo. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles lot, Four. It's a lot like Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, yeah, I played on the Switch. Um, no, it's cool. Like you. You know, you still have that kind of XCOM-y style yeah. of stuff, but, like, you know, you don't really get, like, all the the stats up there for, like, percentages, right? No. Right. Yeah. And you like, get, yeah, no, but you see the, all the numbers. Well, do you? I think you, you kind of do. Yeah, you do. It, it'll give you a percentage. Yeah, yeah. It gives you a percentage. Um, I'm pretty I sure. I actually feel like I died a bit so, in the beginning. So maybe it's not a per. I mean, it might not be a percentage per se, but I think there's like a bar or something. There's a meter of some kind that tells you like your likelihood to hit, or maybe it's just yeah. the, how many how many. Sh no, it's how many shots at this point will kill someone. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. So, um, no, I think I think it's pretty cool though. I think it's alright. I don't know if I'm going to get it right away. Really? That is, I've already pre-ordered it. That is that is pre-ordered and pre-loaded onto my Switch. Because when does that actually come out? It hasn't yet. It's September twenty fourth. Oh wow! Wow, we're well from that. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, still like uh, it's still a month away. Um, I'm excited. I think that it looks really good. I mean, yeah. I mean, it looks like I'll be honest. It looks. It looks like I know people did not like the other two in the series that much or yeah. as much. Two and three, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I know that they're they're thought to be pretty mediocre. I think so, I um, think three is supposed to be pretty good, but oh, I just kicked over my seltzer. Um, but it never came to the it never came to the west. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's two. Two is the one that was on PSP, right? Two is the PSP one that's like also like a Persona E dating sim or something like that. That's right. Which I've never played. I've only played the first one. 
I, I own Valkyria Chronicles too, but I, I've just never played it. Again, I'll get there. Really? Suikoden is like the one that I want. Yeah. Yeah, I bought uh, it recently. They had a sale. I think it was like five ninety nine or something or seven ninety nine. I was just like, I'll finally buy it because it's playable on Vita. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think it's I think it's not bad, but yeah. um, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten super into it yet. Okay. It's um, uh, it's like it. I mean, I just bought Into the Breach on Switch, but I've been looking for like a, a tactics RPG to really get into on the Switch, and Disgaea Five wasn't doing it for me. Um, but I think Valkyria is. is I always what I'm think for. I like this guy. This guy right here. It's just too much. It's really just too much. You get to like like, l- like level two hundred hours. Like yeah, no joke. Two hundred hours. I don't think it <laughs> isn't a joke. No, because like you'll get to like the mega bosses and they're like level like fourteen thousand, and you're like, oh my god, I gotta I gotta get to that. Like come on. Um. So that's yeah. I, I've I've actually been reading. I've been thinking about going back to Disgaea Five on Switch, and I've been reading some like guides. Like, here's the fastest way to level up. Uh, so maybe I might be able to just like breeze through and get some levels quickly. But, but Valkyria uh, Chronicles is like is just way more intriguing to me right now. Oh yeah, and I mean there is an action element to it. Like it's it's you know, it's I like a little that bit stuff. more engaging. I like yeah. that. I, I mean, like I I really like the first one on PS Three. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. Uh, I, I thought it looked great then. It still looks, you know, it looks basically exactly the same. Oh, yeah. I like the art style a lot. But uh, I really like the, you know, uh, you move, you do, like, this tactical stuff, and then there's this weird, like, action. It's a cool blending of, like, the XCOM style uh, with, like, a little bit more control or something. And I think it really works well. Um, what was I say? Uh, yeah, I, so other stuff. I tried going back to Far Cry 5. Man, I'm not into this game. Man, isn't it such a bummer to go back to? It really is. So how far did you get? Not that crazy far. Like, I've only done, like, maybe, like, three outposts and, like, a bunch of random missions. Did you finish, like, any of the, what's it called? Um, The different sections? Yeah, any of the brothers. Like, like, the different, like, the kids or whatever? No, I haven't beat any of those. Yeah, I've only beat one... God, I can't remember if I beat two. I think I only beat one, though, now that I think about it. Um, it's just not... I don't know. I'm just not having fun. Um, it, it's weird. It's, like, in the same way that... And, again, this this was a really good game, but, like, Just Cause 2, where it was, like, you need to cause... You gotta get the destru- destruction meter up to yep. 100% before someone will come and attack you, and then you can finish that part up. And I just didn't care. And I feel the same way with this, where it's just, like, you gotta do all these side quests until they notice you enough to come after you. It's, like... it's really boring it's grueling to go through and like i was trying to drive from like one mission to the other and Can't there was like it. no and it was like really frustrated being like you get stopped i would follow constantly. this road yeah you know it brought back like the uh the random encounters from far cry 2 which i thought i liked but in this one man it's just not as fun too much. it just kills the pacing right like you yeah get, you, go ahead it, it, like, you know what I was saying? Like, it just took me forever to get to another mission. And by then, I didn't want to play anymore. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I, again, I think that I think this game looks really good. I think it plays really well. Um, but I don't know if it was just, like, maybe three and four were just tighter or whatever. But, like, it's just... It, it, I get into it, and I feel like it's a drag to play. You know, one thing I, I think I noticed that I like less... Um, you don't really, there's not much like 
emphasis on the bow in this one. No. Oh, really? I've been As doing, much in the beginning. I, I, I only use, I basically just do all stealth. I got, there's one helper called Jess who you can get, who's like just a lady with You're a bow. You're saying that. Um, yeah, and she's really good for just sneaking into places. Um, so I, I basically, I've been taking her around and the dude who does like airdrops and just like drops bombs. And so it's like, okay, if I need to sneak in here stealthily, you know, I can use like just right now, like you take out this person, this person, I'll go like, I'll, I'll knock off these people. And then like, if, if shit goes down, I am just calling in an air raid. Um, but, and then the air raid also makes a lot of things moot where it's just like, oh, well, I can just, I could literally just take out everybody right now just by dropping bombs. Uh, you know, it's funny, like, I'm trying to think, uh, God, I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Do you ever try any of the Far Cry arcade stuff in there? Did I? Like the mission, like it's like set missions that like think people can make them and like. Oh, no, 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 I didn't, no. I, I think I was thinking, because there are arcade machines in there, aren't there? Yeah, that's what you'd get it, go into. Like, oh, if, okay. I think I may have gone into one just to get like the achievement for it and then I and yeah, backed out of it. That's, I played one for, I think, that same reason. Yeah. Um. What else? Uh, still doing some Dead Cells. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Well, we haven't talked about Dead Cells on this. We haven't? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Did we talk about that last time? No, we, to- we talked about it at uh, our last show. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I like it. I don't love it like some people do, but I like it. I, uh, I've d- only played it on PC still. You'd gotten me that for my birthday like last year, I think. That's really funny. Um, um, and so, and that was like, it was on my wish list. I was like, this is going to be, I feel like this game could be cool. And so I feel like we were on the cutting edge of this, man. And now everyone's just like, this game is great. It's like the Walking Dead season went all over again. Exactly like that. <laughs> so, Dead Cells, it's, you know, it's a soul light where you're like some prisoner guy. Metroid Vanity like, also. Yes, very much so. And like, it, it's neat the way it works, but I still feel like I'm playing this game wrong. Yeah. And and, and allow me to explain. Okay. So you start off and you you go through these, uh, like, I, I, I keep, I'm stuck still on the same, like, early progression of like, the same three or so levels. Okay. Um, and, you know, you go through and, and it's like, because it's always like, you know, you guys respond, you go through the same thing again. Yeah. Um, but, but actually, no, wait, no, I'm sorry. It randomizes. It does, yeah. It's ro- it's a, it's, it's all- a rogue souls like. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what's throwing me. Yeah, because you're like the, the thing with souls likes or likes is is like learning the area and learning the enemies, learning, and then this like because yeah, you don't in this head. one, yeah. Which I actually think is a neat concept, um, but it, it's not something that I've really I've been like dying to get in, dying to get back into after like initial and, playing. Yeah, and so you've got like three different types of. Um, like weapons that you can have, you can have like your like attack, like kind of defensive and like traps, and then mm. you have like your ranged and stuff like that. And right. um, you know, you find upgrades that like along the way that only apply to that run, but like will raise one of those and right, your right. health. Um, and you get like you have like kind of like your Estus flask that you can only use like once per level, right? At first, and then you upgrade that, and those some upgrades are permanent, and you get like mutation. Uh, in between levels that, like, be, like, 30% more health. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, again, they have some really cool things, but I think the rogueness of it... Just taking you out of it? It's, it's making it tough. Like, I'm not feeling like... Like, the thing I like about Dark Souls games is that, like, I can get through something eventually. Right. And this, I haven't yet felt like I've made much progress. 
And it like and it doesn't seem to care, right? Like like I feel yeah. like a game like Rogue Legacy or whatever, um, where even though you're starting at the beginning of each time, like it is it's far easier because you feel the progress you're making. You're just like, well, I'm definitely and this this doesn't really have that at least not as much of that um and that and i feel like a lot of people are are like this is i've been waiting for something to just be like here you know maybe not like screw you but like we're not gonna hold your hand even like the slight like we're gonna hold a pinky and then you're gonna have to do the rest of it like if uh, and and that's cool in in like a rogue style but it it, it actively keeps me away it's been really tough um i've enjoyed it yeah because I think that, like, so the control, again, I was saying to you before, I feel like, I, I, I don't know if it's my timing or the game. Right. Yeah. But I keep right. feeling, You're like, a weird, like, especially with the the dodge, um, I, I, I feel like I'm not, maybe not just not hitting at the right time ever. Right. Um, but yeah, it, I found that issue as well. I kind of felt that way with, like, Salt and Sanctuary as well. Yeah. And maybe that's the thing with, like, 2D, yeah. soul-like that maybe that that part of it doesn't translate as well. That's true. But I, I get it, but it's still likable. I think it's like the, the really like chunky pixelated art, like that the art style is really cool. I like how it looks. Uh, like I think there's, there's cool, like there's a lot of cool stuff to it, yeah. but I haven't hit that moment where like that Eureka moment where I'm like, I get it. This yeah. is amazing. And that, and again, like I feel like, it's the the souls games or souls like games that have that that's where that's the moment that when you hit it you're just like I can't stop playing this game. You know, like like uh not demon souls um like bloodborne like after I finally killed that like the wolf lady thing yeah and like then I was like I understand it all now right. like you had my like neo moment where I was like I know kung fu right yeah. Um, for me, with Bloodborne, it was getting to, I think it was Bloodstar Beast, maybe. Um, when you're on the bridge, like in the beginning of the game, and like, yeah. if you go one way, it's like it's a pack of dudes, and they're not that bad to take out. If you're the other way, there's two fucking werewolves just like waiting for you. Oh, God, yeah. And it was when I was finally able to get past those two werewolves, when I like figured, I was like, I get it. I am ready. Let's do this. And, and and I don't know maybe the maybe these oh that's pretty pretty late in the game right no that's re- that's early that's like that's first that's still the first level oh is it oh wow yeah and, and I feel and the the time that I put into this I and maybe it's just like I need to put more time into it um but but I don't know maybe the systems just aren't as um tweaky or something that like I'm just like I, I'm feeling at odds with how the game plays a little bit or at least that's how I felt initially um yeah. I don't know why quite, I can't quite, yeah, break on through just, to the other side on this one. <laughs> I just want another Bloodborne, let's be honest. Like, that's what we've been asking yeah. for for years. Although that Sakura or whatever, Shadows Die Twice, there's, like, massive amounts of gameplay footage for it now, and everyone says it's amazing. There's also, like, 48 minutes of uh, of the new CD Projekt Red going on online right now. Uh, so oh, of, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 or whatever. Yeah, I mean... They say it's that- done. When's it coming out? Uh, next year, I think. Unless they're going to like surprise release it in like November or December or something. So. But it's I don't think it's slated for this year. But yeah, they say it's like 100% done. They are streaming like massive amounts of it online. Huh. I need to check it out. Yeah, I'm Googling right now the release date. Um, yeah, you're right. 2019. That's yeah. the earliest. Yeah. 
So I, I don't think it's going to come anytime soon. Um, speaking of Dark Souls, though, Switch port next month, two months, October. I'm excited right. for that. I'm it's, excited for that. Yeah, yeah that's too. good. It's a good October game, first off, and like second, I've, I've just been waiting for it on the Switch for so long. Yeah, it's going to be nice because like at that point, I'm sure I'll be sick of a lot of the AAA games. Right. That like, I'll just go back to something, something fun, familiar, and awesome. Yeah, because this is going to be like know... post-Spider-Man... Um, which I hear it's only, it's supposed to be like twenty hours, which isn't too bad. Oh yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, uh, you know that like there's gonna be something amazing coming out though. Yeah, and I'll be just playing Dark Souls. But... Yeah, exactly. I feel the same way, and I, I am very much looking forward to Dark Souls, which I've been waiting to have that thing portably. Um, I hear it runs pretty well. It's thirty frames a second on the Switch. Um, it's supposed to look pretty good. It's like seven twenty p, I think. Um, and right. 1080 docked, um, so that's like totally fine. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that. It might just be 720 docked. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited for Dark Souls. Yeah, always. I've really wanted to replay it, and man, like thinking about like the Switch and like what it's like meaning to me for gaming is really bringing me back to like I. I mean, I always played my Sega. I always played my Super Nintendo and, and Nintendo, but Game Boy is like where it was at, and I feel like I have got the best fucking Game Boy on the planet right now. Oh. I mean, it's, it's so fun that, like, Sony, maybe it was just, like, I don't know, maybe the fact that, I guess they had other, like, they had a regular, like, home console that they didn't focus in on the Vita so much. Yeah. But, but there's, like, not that much difference in a lot of the programming right. between the Vita and the Switch. Right. Just Switch is just, like, kind of better. Like, it's just got better hardware in it. And I feel like, yeah. like, Sony, you know, shunned the Vita at this point, and now I... They got to be thinking like, do we do a Vita too? Do we do a machine that can play PS2 games? Like, if they did that and they just put out like every, all the PS2 games that are, like SMT Nocturne and all that other stuff that's on like the PS2 Classics right now in the store. Like, if they gave us that in a portable, like I would, I would be done. That's that's what I would want. Oh yeah, yeah. They're never like it was. No. It's funny. I was trying to find a uh, a Vita charger recently at like a store, and like they like. The one guy was just like... Oh, they're gone. No, man. They're gone. Yeah. Those are totally... Yeah, I can only find them at... I, you can get them on Amazon pretty cheap. I've got two, I think. Yeah. You can order that two... That's what I did. I ordered that two-pack. Yeah. Um, and that's, like the, that's the way to go. Yeah. It's like the two-pack for seven ninety nine. Yeah. But that's what I did. Um, but that's the thing, is that because we have... You have Gen 1. You've got the, o, uh, the OLED model, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, me too. But the Gen Two one, the, the smaller, thinner one without the o, uh, the OLED screen, is a, a USB micro. Like you, I know. Just, you can just fucking plug it in anywhere. It sucks. It's, such it's so annoying. It's super. Which, God, proprietary which, charging cable, so annoying. Like that's the thing is between that and the proprietary memory and all that stuff. It's just like, God damn it! It's so expensive. Why did you punish us so much for buying for being the, the few idiots that bought your thing? I know. And you know, That's really good. I feel like they they must be seeing. Well, I don't know because the Switch is also. I mean, it's USB C, but as I can attest to, and and what they sent me in like the box when they sent it back to me it was just like, only use the Switch charging cable. Do not use anything else, um, because apparently the the Switch will brick if you just like plug it into your computer to charge it. Wait, really? Oh yeah, they only want you using their cable. Like there is something fucked up, and that's really annoying. Wait for for the second generation one? No, for the first for the Switch right now. Oh God! Yeah, so be only charge it with your with the Switch charging cable. 
And then they also put out like some like official travel batteries for it. So I picked one of those up. Um, oh, that's actually good. All right. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. Again, like the, the Switch is kind of like where it's at. I, I would love to see Sony try and do it again. Xbox will not. Although that'd be cool to get like Xbox games on the go. Uh, and what would I play? Yeah, what would? You... There's nothing. Sea of Thieves. Just not Xbox One. That. Like Xbox game. That would actually be kind of cool because you can do that. Um, I think like with the Xbox app, you can basically like second screen it, can't you? Can you? I don't know if they if they had something like not, what it's not PS Now, whatever it's called, um, like the where you can just play on the Vita on your PS4. If they had that for like a portable device for Xbox, oh I would, yeah, I would yeah, that. that's I would, right. I would totally do that. I played a lot of Persona Five that way, honestly. So I would totally do that. Um, did you actually really like that? Oh yeah. I played a, but I was in like, like after Persona 5 came out, like I was in Chicago for like a week and I just brought my Vita and I was playing it remotely on my Vita to like, to New York. Um, and it's a turn-based game, so it works fine. And then even I was, uh, at, I was at my fiance's place and I had like a PS TV there and I just had it like hardwired in and I was playing on the TV. That is pretty good. Yeah. I've actually, uh, guess how many games I've played on my PS TV? Zero. Really? Yeah, I well, no, that's not true. Such a cool novelty. I, I played a, I played a little bit of uh, Persona Four. On uh, that's exactly. Um, I was going to say you probably played Persona Four on it, didn't you? Yeah. Um, I remember by you know, PlayStation TV was pretty cool until they nerfed it. Yep, it was a good idea. I, I mean, yeah, I, I bought it basically just so I could stream games, and then they just sort of just like, oh, we're just going to put it on PC now. It's you now. Cool, but like, what the fucking PS TV for this? But I do like that I can just like I can hook up like a PS4 controller to my computer and and play like wherever. But like, if I have the option between like that or using the Vita to do it, like I'd do the Vita. Yeah. Wait, is it gone from the Vita too? No, no, it's still on the Vita, but they're getting rid okay. of PlayStation View on the Vita, I believe. No, not PlayStation View. Uh, the 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 Play Now or whatever it's called, the uh, the streaming service that's going away. Oh, yeah, I knew that was going away. Yeah. Um, kicked. Yep. You know what I got though? What? Which is pretty good. What? A Super, a Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah, you did. Oh shit! I forgot about this. Hold um, on, because I need to turn on a fan because it's real hot in my room. It's so I'm dying right now. Just turn on your AC. Don't worry about it. Um, I closed my door and everything like that because I'm really self conscious that I'm like, I just everyone can hear me. Yeah, the and they're gonna, like, Edward, you're gonna create new fans. What are you? Exactly. Um. I gotta say, I kind of thought, like, listen, Super Nintendo Classic, it's not a great deal. No? <laughs> In general, like, if you think about it, like, 80 bucks for, yeah, what, like, 30 games or whatever it is, and emulation's not maybe the best and all that. That's disappointing. Um, but no, well, here's the thing is, yeah. it, it looks cool. Right. It, all these games are great. Yep. Controllers are off, like, like every, it's, it's so much fun. Like, I... I love nice. it, even though I'm like, I probably shouldn't have bought this. Like, you know, you can do all this. Eighty bucks is too bad. Yeah, you can do all this for free if you want well, that's to. That's true. Uh, you know, it, with a lot more games. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? There's something to be said for just, um, like, just the presentation and the convenience of it. Yeah. And all that, like, it, it's really fun, and. So- I went right. Like I pretty much played through most of the games on there now. Really? Okay, Not yeah. Through, but well, like, right, yeah. But you've tried them all out. So I want to talk about basically most of the, or some of these games. The, the reason that I didn't get 
the SNES Classic, there's two reasons. Um, one is that I have like one of those uh, Raspberry Pis with Retron running on it. So I'm just like, I don't yeah. care. And yeah, the second exactly. is you that the, for most of the games, kind of besides like Final Fantasy VI and is, is, um, is uh, Super Mario RPG on there? Yeah. So besides those two games, I think all the other games that I want, that I would want that I to like to buy, I've bought on the 3DS already. Oh yeah, like Super Metroid, I think Super Castlevania, and and um, like Link Secret to the Past, of Mana. Secret of Mana. I've got Secret of Mana on like my Vita. I've got it on, I mean, but that's but the one on uh, Super NES is definitely like the best one. Yeah, so that's true. I can Secret of Mana as well. God damn, maybe I should buy a SNES Classic. Uh, Earthbound or, or not? Wait, Earthbound. Yeah. I've got. I've got that on my on my 3ds, and that's where I would play that one. No Chrono Trigger. Um, that was the other thing. No Chrono Trigger. No is, buy. That the the big goof. Um, yeah. It again. There's no like. You have a Raspberry Pi. You don't need this thing. Right. But the, but again, like. But it looks so cool. The, it does. It looks like a mini Super Nintendo. It's so cool. Uh, but it was really fun. Like I, I, I got it while I was at the state, and like I played like Street Fighter and Mario Kart with my nephew. That's awesome. That's super awesome. Um, and it was just like it comes with two controllers, get, right? Yeah, that's great. That's actually really good shit. Because I've seen these around, and I'm just feeling like, no, nah, why would I? And do they're that? everywhere now. They are. I've seen the NES classics around again too. Oh yeah, like everything's in stock now. There, and, it's all around again. Yeah. So yeah. So how does and, Mario Kart hold up? Tell me. Oh, it's it's. I'm bad at it still, but it's still fun. Like yeah. I, I played it for you know a good hour or so with my nephews, and like they, they enjoyed it, and they were like, "Oh yeah," and I was like, "Now you know what it's like to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> Your degrees are complete. Drop you out of school. Just, you kind of just sit around and play this for a while. It's literally there's so much of college. Yeah, but it's it's great. Like totally recommend. Like if you have again someone that like. Even like something like it's a perfect gift for like a nephew or something like that. Someone that's yeah. interested in games that would maybe be interested in the history of stuff, and you're like, "Yo, try this out and see which ones you like." I do um, wish there was a downloadable store on it or some way to expand I, it. It's so dumb. That there's not like like if you could buy like packs of games for like ten bucks, fifteen, twenty bucks, or whatever. Yeah, just give like five games for ten bucks. Like, like that's basically what it is at this point, right? Like, it's actually a little bit eight games for for I don't know. Uh, wait, no. However many, but yeah, packs of games like twenty bucks. You give me a bunch of games, like whatever. That's fine. Give me a subscription yeah. pass. Just like, just download everything. I'll pay you twenty bucks a month for every Nintendo Super Nintendo game. I mean, I guess I get why. Uh, you know, I'm sure that they're going to be coming out with these things more and more often. Like, yeah. they, I know they already trademarked the SGP four one. I heard about that. Do you think they'll do another Super like? Do you think there would be, like, uh, SNES Classic V2 and it, like, has Chrono Trigger and all this other shit? Probably. Like, Act Razor or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. What was Act Razor on? I don't remember. Um, but I could, I could totally see them doing that. Yeah, me too. And you know what? I probably get it. Yep. So, all right. So, tell me about the games you did play. You played... So I know you played some Super Metroid. I played a bunch of Super Metroid. Yeah. How's, how's that? Yeah? Holds up well? Yeah. I mean, that was... I, I forgot, like... I guess playing it now, like, you kind of remembering a little bit uh it was one of those games i just put on a podcast and i just zoned out for about 90 minutes and just like went through a bunch of super metroid it's crazy how much you remember when you go back to that too yeah yeah um no it was uh it was really fun and played a lot of super mario world 
Um, That's just always uh, World. Land was the Game Boy. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, World game is great. That's another one. Like I've got that on my on my 3ds. I love going back and I love playing it. Like that's a game okay. that it's super easy to play. I've been actually thinking about this today. Well, Super Mario World is one of the games that I've beaten the most times. Sure. Like I've been thinking about like what are the games that I played through to completion the most amount of times, and it's like Mario One through World. Sure. Sonic One through Knuckles. Okay. And like Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. The Game Boy one, like those are yeah. the those are the games that I played through the most amount of times, where I've actually like completed, because that was like that was the game that I had on my Game Boy for years and years and years, and then every time I would take a train or do whatever, like all I was playing was Link's Awakening. Like if I was playing Mario constantly, like Mario three, Mario World, I would just constantly play. So like Sonic two, I probably beat more than any of the other Sonic games, and it was just it was always great. Um, but but like yeah, that that's one of the things about like the Super NES Classic that makes me want to go back to is like well I. I could I could relive these days. I like the look of the controller. I like look like how it all looks. Yeah, uh, and like Donkey Kong Country. Like I haven't played that in years. Me neither. And I, you know, it's funny. Like uh, it it holds up all right. I think maybe I've I been, can't tell if I liked it better back then or not. I, I've I'm been a, listening to podcasts, um, and a lot of times Donkey Kong Country will come up. And people are just like, oh, what an overrated game that was. It absolutely was. Yeah, I remember absolutely. really liking Donkey Kong Country. But at the same time, I think we were young and caught right. up in the graphics. I think people that are That's older true. probably can't stand hearing about it because kids like us were like, look at it. Uh, and the game itself is fine. It's good. But yeah. it's not great. It's probably like a solid C plus B game. Right. And like, well, but to was- us, it was like, we didn't see anything like that before, so we right. freaked out. And I think that was the same Christmas as, like, Final Fantasy VI. Probably. And it was, it was like, the same time, but, like, just to- two totally separate spectrums of, like, awesomeness in my, you know, like, when I think back on, like, games at that point. But, again, I have gone back and played Final Fantasy VI. I have not gone back and played Donkey Kong Country again. I've played some of, like, the Tropical Freeze and, and you know, the Switch one and, and then some of the Wii one. Um, Donkey Kong Country Returns. They, they definitely like ratcheted up for those ones. Like that, yeah. like Donkey Kong Country, like the original Snap. It, it's very basic yeah. compared to those. Other ones. Yeah, I, I remember it being like tough. It's tough, but it's there's. I feel like there's more moving pieces in the later ones, which I makes sense. But yeah, is is it just the first one that's on there, or is it like, or is Diddy's yeah. quest or whatever? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. I actually don't have the list of games in front of me. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it's it, it's a really fun little thing. Like I I gotta say, um, I did. I, I was skeptical of these things. I know people were like freaking out over them, paying lots of money for them. Yeah. Well, I like that Selling Reggie came. Reggie came out when the Super Nintendo Classic came out, and it was just like, do not buy this secondhand on eBay for hundreds of dollars. We are going to be producing a bunch of them. Uh, I haven't tried uh, Star Fox 2 yet. So that's one of the ones. Yeah, Star Fox 2. I, I would be interested to see how that um, that plays. Um, all right, I'm, I'm looking at a list now. Contra 3, did you play any of that? No, not yet. Okay, uh, there's Kirby, Superstar. I did play a little bit of that. It's Kirby. It's okay. There's two Pretty Kirby good. games on it. There's Superstar and Dream Course. 
Yeah, I remember, I remember people really like Dreamcourse was on everything too at that time. Well, that and Game Boy, but yeah, uh, Secret of Mana, which it, yep. uh, you know that's cool that it's there and, and you have like the other controller. How many controller ports can the Super Nintendo Classic actually? Just two, can't multi tap it. Damn. All right, all right, that's fine. Uh, I played some Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, tell me about that. That game was, game was a super, bitch. Super tough. That game is so super that- tough. Oh, wow, yeah, there's only 21 games up. That's kind of a letdown. I thought there were more. Um, yeah. There was, did you play any F-Zero? I did. How does that hold I up? Uh, I definitely used to be better at F-Zero. F-Zero was tough. But it seems all right. Yeah. 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 What about Mega Man X? I haven't gone to that yet, but right. I want to. Yeah. That's that's a game that I'm interested to go back to as well. That I, I got that Legacy, the Mega Man X Legacy Collection Pack 1. Um, for for X and X two and three and four, but yeah, X, X is the one that I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I guess. Wow, only twenty one games. That that's a little bad. You play any Castlevania? Wait for a minute, a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's a the Super Castlevania was a that was a good game. Yeah, it, it was a good game. Yeah. yeah, it was a game that I never really gave the time of day back then, but like going back to it now, I'm just like, damn, this is, this is really good. I watched the whole Vinnyvania run of that on Giant Bomb. Oh, nice! I s- I stopped watching those. I need to go back because I really love those. I watched like one through three, and then I think I just kind of fell off. But if that's on there, I would I'll definitely go watch that. Yeah, it, it, I mean it's a shorter game. Like it's probably about right. four hours. So yeah. uh, it, it was an entertaining watch, and like you forget like how into certain animation effects. Yeah. They oh, were yeah. like the whole thing spinning. Like you forget, like they love stuff spinning. That mode seven, dude. They had to show it off. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's about it for my games. Uh, I did play some Agents of Mayhem. Oh yeah. So tell me about it. Yeah, I paid five ninety nine for this. Oh, that, that's, um, that's a fine price for it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, yeah, it's competent. It's totally competent. Okay. But um, there's something about it that just like doesn't quite I don't know um like we were saying before like it's it's very volitiony okay um that's okay but for some reason I'm not like that busted. like I'm not having fun the way I was in the same throw we were talking about this online the other day um trying to pinpoint what it is because they just haven't been able to stick anything really this generation yeah like ever since four four was re- three was great Four was, you know, m- more of like the last couple of hours of three. Um, yeah, and it was, and it was honestly, it was super great. But looking back on it, it's just not the same experience that three was. Um, but it was, it was like super crazy power fantasy video game. Like this is, you know, this is what you've wanted in a video game. Like this is the most video game of video games. Um, Get out of hell was kind of like, eh. I played through it because I liked Saints Row Four. Yeah, and I think that like that was their first thing on the PS4. Yeah, um, and yeah, it didn't really stick. And then this is like also kind of a thing. I'm like, yeah, is it MOBA? What is it? Like, I don't even. Well, there's like there's three different main characters. Is it Overwatch? And they all have it's kind of like a single like the way they do. So you have like you have your abilities that have cooldowns. So you have like a uh, like you know one guy like has a like a hook that teleports an enemy like in front of you. Okay. As one ability, and then you have like you hit both bumpers, and 
that's like your special, like your ultimate type of thing. Um, so you've got, you know, those three things and then you've got your, your abilities and you're like, you're kind of playing it like, like in that sense, it's kind of MOBA-ish. Okay. But that's really it. Like, okay. you're kind of just, it's an action game with three characters. Okay. All right. That's interesting. Did you play it online with anyone? Is that how you, is it like a co-op game? I don't know if it is. Really? I haven't gotten that option yet. Okay. That seems like. Is it? It must be. I would hope so. It seems like it. it's meant to be. Yeah, it must be. Um, yeah, but, I feel like it has to be. But not grabbing you. It's fine. Again, like, it, it was cheap. And it Five ninety nine seems like a good price for it. Yeah, and, and I'm sure it's not. Like, it went down to, like, 20 bucks real fast. It did. You got this on what? PSN? Yeah. Maybe I should see if this is still on sale. I might pick that up. And, like, yeah, it's, it's totally fine for that. And, like, who knows? Maybe once the story gets going, it gets ridiculous. Um, they also are trying to, like, invoke Saturday morning cartoons. Okay. I like that. Uh, which is real funny, because I feel like that's a weird MOBA thing, too. That, like, because there was that one kind that of. was, like, that. what was it called? Like, uh, awesome not. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You like that one. I actually really like that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, it, it seems like, again, it seems like totally, like, the problem is, like, it's very Saints Row-ish still in, like, a lot of the presentations, and it's weird playing something like that without having the craziness, too. So it doesn't have that same sort of craziness to it? Nah, not yet. Okay. That's kind of a killer. Like, that's kind of, that's one thing that I, I definitely go to that for. That's what I go to Volition for is those same sort of games. And, and given we were just talking smack about Get Out of Hell being like, eh, I don't know. But it helps. Yeah, I don't know. Without it, what is it? Exactly. Like with it, I it's just know. kind of the same thing all over and over again. But without it, but like still keeping everything else the same, it, it just, I don't know. It, it seems it seems not great. It, it, I think weirdly Volition got themselves into a corner. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. They, they did something cool to get to that corner, but then, like, where do you go? Right. And I don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't know if they'll be along that, around that much longer. Uh, that makes me sad, but I think you you might be totally right, in all honesty. I don't want to see it, but I feel like you might be right. Uh, you know, those Koch brothers, they got, they got Republicans to uh, they got bankroll. A fund, they got a fund. They got some slush funds going. I don't know. No, that's what they do, right? Isn't that what they do? I think so. They own the silver, which is so strange. They're like, listen, guys, we got to move politics to like this direction. But <laughs> we're going to fund this video game that's like <laughs> you shooting poop on everyone. It's like, it's like, it's like Fox. Yeah, you're right. Like, or at least Fox in like the 90s and stuff with like Married with Children, sure. but like still like, uh, like a, 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 a political agenda that you would not think was actually that would produce that. Yeah. Oh, well, wonder what's on Fox tonight. <laughs> Classic. Something that I pulled my belt. Um, yeah. Agents of Mayhem, if you end up getting it, let me know. Okay. I will I'll see. I'll very see. curious. I know what there's a think? big PSN sale going on again right now. I'll have to see if it's on there. Um, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. All right. There you go. Back of the box quote. Uh, what else? Uh, that's it. That's it for me. Let's take a break. Let us take a break All and right. we will be right back.
And we are back! Welcome. Oh, sorry. I stepped on you. Yeah, I guess announcing that we were coming back probably meant that you should have taken it. You know, Tiggs, fucking, why do we even bother <laughs> witching off when it's the Tiggs show? We're on the Tiggs train here. Tiggs the Palooza. See, I always um, thought that we did, like, um, one person is the host and they introduce the first segment, and then when we come back from the break, the other person says, hey, welcome back. Listen, you know... That's a I'm lie. I'm just trying to bury I, my dickness right now. I usually forfeit my hosting duties about halfway through, no matter what, because... Depends on how much you've had to drink. <laughs> either I had some stuff to drink, or maybe I just, like, there's something shiny somewhere, um, or I've started searching online stores for the games we're talking about, and I'm already buying things I'm not going to play. Whoa, what did, have you bought anything? I am not this time. Okay. I actually meant to go look this weekend, but yeah, I forgot. That's, yeah, you got to go do that, because we need to know, by the end of this podcast, we need to know which weekend in game we're playing. Listen, and you know what? Everybody, I'm going to have you naked by the end of the song. I feel like you're going to find <laughs> your Vita, and you're going to be like, oh, my Vita's dead. <laughs> that's going to be the okay. end of this. Or no, what just about, go to the, some, the PlayStation Store and then just see yeah. if it says purchased or not. Okay, here's here's my idea. Yeah. Um, tell me if there's something there or not. Okay. Um, e Vita. Where it's like the the musical of a Vita, but with <laughs> a PlayStation Vita. <laughs> Is there something there? You know what? Yes. I think so, because I feel like there's a lot of similarities between the character of a Vita and the Sony PlayStation Vita. We're like, the the PlayStation Vita, I would see it singing, like, Don't Cry For Me. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> Don't cry for me, PlayStation Network. Right, yeah, like, some, like I could see it, no, just like fans of the, I don't know, whatever. You, the, I see it, I see it. There's something there. There's something there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know what is there. I have Suikoden 2 purchased. Nice. Suikoden 1 is only not five ninety nine. I have no problem buying Well, if you got 2, let's do it. If you got 2, just just download it on the Vita. Let's play it. Okay. Yeah. So let's try to get through the, at least the first few hours. Yeah, yeah. We'll just play a couple hours. Yeah, that's that's all we're looking for right now. I'm very excited. Okay. I'm going to... This is fun. We're going to be like a butt club. Did you say a butt club? <laughs> butt club. Butt clubs are very different. Oh, oh, um, a book club. Yeah, exactly. But for Suikoden, too. And, and butt. <laughs> so we're kind of like a butt club. Butt plug, butt club. Whoa. Uh, painting Dr. Freud. Hey, Tiggs, are you sure you don't want to be playing uh, Rez by the time? <laughs> oh, man, but only if I have the peripheral. <laughs> You know, it's weird when they started adding that for, like, other games. <laughs> Every game. In, well, I mean, I believe they are part of the Hyper Dimension Neptuna series at this point, so. That's, I, yeah. Like, I say that as a joke, uh, but not that far off. Oh, I forgot to turn off no. my AC. All right, can't turn it off now. Now the white noise is in the background. Oh, well, it's better this way. It's fine. It's hot. It is. It's actually, we're in, like, the middle of a weird heat wave this week. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Last week was actually really nice. Um, Listen, this is going to date this podcast. Yep. <laughs> to this week in time. 
It's gonna it's date. Me. It's gonna date and localize the spot. Like this is somewhere in the world. Last week was nice, and this week is really hot. I, I would say a hundred percent of the time. There is somewhere where it would be relevant. Do you think that, like, someone in, I don't know, Portugal? <laughs> <laughs> Why all the shitting over Portugal? They know what they did. Oh. This is a soccer thing, isn't it? It's, it's definitely a soccer thing. Definitely I've a soccer thing. obviously watched soccer, and I know what it is. You... <laughs> Foot, also, football, right? Did you ever see that... Uh, you watched Clone High, right? Oh, yeah, of course. When uh, it was like... Uh, they announce uh, JFK as the president of the football team and of the elf uh, and of the football team. Classic stuff. Classic stuff. Yeah. Gr- great radio right now. Great radio. Um, yeah. It's the so, AC. That's what's throwing me off right now. So, I Alex. Got, I, just got, I just got punched back in the dark and pulled. You got what? It comes back. I just, I, my, my lights just went out again. Oh, um, God. All right, that's interesting. Alex, terrifying. we have been thinking for a very long time about the topic of this podcast, what we can talk about, and we have put months, if not years, of research into what we're about to talk about. If, if anyone asks, I will testify under oath that we certainly didn't Google things for about 10 minutes in between while I ate a bunch of French fries. <laughs> You were eating French fries? I am so jealous and hungry right now. I'm eating checkers, eating some checkers, French fries. Checkers make good fries. fries. Checkers makes good That's fries. Yeah. The fries are it better than the burgers. Cheap. The checkers burgers uh, aren't great. Fries are really good. The chili cheese fries, I highly recommend. I haven't had them in probably what year is it? Let's say a decade and a half. But they were great back then. Yeah, I think it's like nineteen ninety six. So uh, Oh god, I haven't had them at all yet. Oh no, you haven't even been born. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Alternate timeline. Um, so yeah, so, we're talking about some of the worst sequels, 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 uh, to come out. And this isn't uh, obviously a comprehensive list. We, as Alex was just attesting to what we did not do, we definitely did not just look up a couple of lists and put together some stuff we can talk about. Well, yeah, because we were. Well, I don't know what sequel we were mentioning in between. That like, oh. It was Hotline Miami 2. Right. And mentioning that because I was kind of like, yeah, really love that first one. And for some reason, I didn't think it's necessarily a bad game. But the second one came out, and I honestly just, like, couldn't care less. For a game I played on, like, three different platforms. Yeah. Uh, to just go from that to, like, not really giving a shit was, was weird. And so, thus, a little idea was born. Yes. And here we are. Two podcasters with possibly and, different lists in front of them. And possibly not, because I think we... We probably looked at all the same sites. And we also think, spoke each one aloud. <laughs> and we screen shared. And we... We sent them over via courier. Yep. Um, carrier pigeon. And carry, but via, via, via carrier. Yep. Um, but let's get into some of these. Because um, the I don't know. That's carrier part. They're dog. <laughs> we, when we were going through some of these games, I was like, this is a good game. What the hell? Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're, I, I searched bad game sequels. Okay, yeah. Um, and I got like a, 
a game spot form list. And I was like, you know, sure, the first game is good, and the second one's not. Um, and yeah, I definitely disagree with a bunch of these. Yeah. But also agree with them. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously. Um, there's going to be a lot that we agree with. But yeah, uh, it, I think it, it's weird to think about, like, now, like, looking back and being like, oh, um, do we hold these games in such high reverence anymore? Um, like, it's been a while since I've gone back to something like they were talking about like I guess Link's Awakening which we talked about before um, and I was like oh that was a great game uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts was the one that came up and we were both just like no way that was a really good game I have not uh, you know what but I haven't played I it forever back. I did play that when the, the Rare Collection came out oh that was on there it was but the thing that sucked about it was the frame rate was awful that sucks um, which I didn't remember the first one having that, or the original version having. I kind of, I feel like yeah. it might have. I feel like it probably was. It, I don't think it, I don't remember it being the, the best. Um, but it was. Also I mean, this early. was a slideshow. Oh, all right. Uh, it probably wasn't. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it was. It was playable and, and like playable enough to where like I have a reference for it. But yeah, I I really enjoyed just like building dumb like vehicles. And, and racing them. Yeah. And just doing, like, weird creative things with the vehicles. Like, um, yeah. Because you could just do whatever. You could build whatever. You could, re- like, remove everything from the vehicle and, like, see... And just, like, ride that if you wanted to. It was up to you, and it was really cool about that. It was a really fun little sandbox, and I, I really, like... And, you know, it was, there was obviously had some of the, the collecting aspect of Banjo game, but... I don't know. I... I thought it was maybe that, I don't know maybe of the time, but like that collecting aspect, I did not like. I yeah. I just wanted it to be like here's the race, here's the challenge, go go go. And here's it was the like, race, here's the challenge, open the doors. And I would do things, and then like I would have to be like, well, you need to get more of these before you can actually like tell me what to do, or like before I will give you the next thing you need to do. And I didn't care for that. Sure. Or maybe I was just really bad at the game. Maybe it was literally just beating the stages to get there. No. You know, you're right. I mean, that wasn't great. You're right. But, uh, I don't know. I remember I I had fun with the the core aspect of it, which was the, the vehicle stuff. Yeah. Me too. Me too. All uh, right. Uh, well, one other one that I, I've been listening to some podcasts recently um, that have all been, like, just, like, crapping all over Bioshock Infinite. And I, th- I, I mean, don't know. We've already it's a game that, that game crazy enough, but like yeah. And maybe if I go back to it now, I'll I'll, I'll see more seams or whatever. And it's not the first Bioshock, right? Like the first Bioshock was a very different thing. And everything the first Bioshock did well, was like, you know, leaps and bounds. I mean, you can talk about Bioshock too in this aspect. That's true too. And then like System Shock too. Like I mean, Bioshock One was was System Shock too. Like, yeah. Like that was. That's basically what that game was. Um, and it was awesome for it. And it, it gave a sense of atmosphere of like, oh man, I'm in this like dark digi, like, cre- like this is weird. But like, I think Bioshock Infinite does that atmosphere just as well. And it's just in a different, brighter, um, like, like place. And, but like, you start to notice like, it's like watching a fucking like David Lynch movie or something where like everything looks so yeah. like, um, what's it like blue velvet where it's just like, Oh no, look at the happy neighborhood. And then like, as you like, peer into it it's like uh, a severed ear like that's that's what Bioshock Infinite kind of was uh yeah I I love Bioshock Infinite and I stand by it because mainly I guess I haven't gone back to it I I, I have I totally agree with that I do want to go back to it now 
but five, but but kind of to go back and be like five for five shot two. Right. Yeah. I think they went wrong on that one. They did because I mean I guess it was different developers or whatever, right? But um, it was. But they made Minerva's Den, which I thought <laughs> was actually really cool. That so that's a game. That uh, or a side story, I guess, a downloadable content that I never actually played through, but it's it is it's the the people who did the story for like Gone Home. Yeah, yeah, they, they went to start Fulbright after that. Um, yeah, it's right. funny because like because I guess like it's funny because like I feel like Bioshock. Weirdly, I don't. I guess they didn't create it, but like they they weirdly made their own tropes, and then yeah. when the second one came out, and it was like. Yup, it's that thing again, for some of it, but then was missing in other aspects, like lacking in, like in, in, in the story. Like people came to Bioshock stuff for the story, and right? The, the atmosphere, and I don't know why it was like you know going back to Rapture, but ten years later, and then there's another uprising. Like it, it felt like there could have been you could have just told another story, right? It, it felt too samey. Yeah, but I've I've actually heard people also praise Bioshock Two in recent years, um, sp- probably on like the exact same fucking podcast um, for its story. Um, and I don't know, it, it was more of a shooter, wasn't it? Like, wasn't Bioshock Two the better well, shooter? Definitely. Yeah, it actually was definitely a better playing game. And you could like dual wield um, and shit in the second one, right? Yeah, exactly. That, that's right because you could use a plasma and a gun at the same time. Um, that's a really cool. good addition to be fair that's a very good addition um, it's weird though you have like a lot of these like weird tower defense areas I don't like that that wasn't very fun I don't like that where like you just have to like, set up an area and you'd be like you're gonna get attacked in a few like you're gonna set off an attack once you do something I don't think I made it that far into Bioshock 2 oh my god that's right so yeah I think it was when they find like a little sister or, or something like that like you would end up being like okay gotta set up all these traps and do everything because you're just gonna get crazy onslaughts with splicers once you do something god am I right I, I don't that remember that sounds pretty right and that might be that, was, that literal that exact aspect might be why I stopped playing that game there's totally alright parts of that game but it just never cause I guess the first Bioshock is uneven the bur- yeah, it totally is. Um, um, it's an amazing all- atmosphere. Yeah, it's well done storytelling but for the most part. Like until the end, when it falls apart. The, the end falls apart, but the end is also like a really cool reveal. The first time you like see it through, and, and then like so much stuff in audio logs, like they rely too heavily yeah. on, and I feel like that was a really big detractor from it. And and you know what, Bioshock Infinite to a point also. Where there's like a lot of really cool information in uh, the like the books that you'll find or, or whatever, like each collectible has like a little story attached or something, and um, finding all that stuff is really cool and adds to it. But I still feel like the the world that Infinite put together was just like infinitely more interesting to me immediately because I was yeah because of and, like and the like underbelly our... of it where Bioshock was like, gee, this place looks like a hellhole or a shithole, and it is. And it's cool to be, and you're like investigating it and whatever, but like, it, it's still. It's also neat to like go through a similar game thematically without it being the same at play. Like, yeah. and it works so much with the whole like, oh, you know, there's always a man, a plan, and a whatever. A lighthouse. Um, exactly. Uh, 
And I, I actually that, really like, like that. When it comes back around, or like when it starts, like straight fucking off, like you're you're there, you're going to the lighthouse and stuff. And then... Yeah, and you get it. Like, I really wish that like, Bioshock 2 was another place. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. played right into that. Like, that would have been amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that one, for me, is, yeah. is never quite hit the... I agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, I'm seeing your Ghost Recon. Did you ever play that? The Grog game? I played Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter, I think. Yeah, I, that first one was cool. I like that game. Tough. I like that game. Are they talking about the new Ghost Recon, which is the one that's uh, that's disappointing? I don't, I don't know. It just says Ghost Recon here. Just the entire series. Yeah, I like that first Grog game. Well, so I think that... Was there a, a Ghost Recon series before that, though? Advanced War. Oh, I don't know. I wonder if that's where it's coming from. Um, but one one thing that we both did uh, here before was Devil May Cry 2. Oh. Yeah. Devil May Cry was a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. Like, that was the game... Like, I got totally. that game the day it came out. I played through it all in one sitting. Um, really love that game. Devil May Cry 2, from, like, the very first moment you start that game, you are fighting with that camera, and it never lets up. And that was, like, the ultimate killer in the long run for me. Was that because that camera was so bad, I just couldn't keep playing the game. And I was so excited for Devil May Cry 2. I loved that first game. Yeah, I... You know, it's funny. I didn't play Devil May Cry 2 when it came out. I didn't until years and years later. Yeah. Um, they put it out a bunch of times. And it was so... And it was so known that it was bad by that point. Yeah that I had no expectation. Right. Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I actually didn't play much Devil May Cry really? back in the day. I didn't. It wasn't until years later that I actually get into it. After DMC um, or? Oh, no, no, before that. Like, okay. I would say, like, 2008 or so. Okay. I mean, I mean either way. I mean, I, I, the, the first one was really the only... I... I Pretty sure I bought every single Devil May Cry game that came out, but the first one that was I was what, like obsessed 2002? with. 2002, yeah. <clears throat> first one I was obsessed with, or it might have been 2001, might have been end of 2001, um, somewhere there because it was a, I was a freshman, um, so it was definitely there. Um, oh, you were only for a freshman. <laughs> for the life of me, I cannot remember why Dante thought that he was wise. Anyway. Um, I would get to a Devil May Cry reference. Uh, so yeah, I remember really thinking that first game was was super fun and interesting and different. And then um, two being terrible. And then I think, and three had like um, John, oh, what's his name, the professional, John Reno. Wasn't? Oh no, he was in Anamusha three. Never mind. Um, yeah, that's it. Really? <laughs> that would have been great if he was in Devil May Cry though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's talk let's about this. Guys. <laughs> Devil May Cry is weird. It's just Jean Reno and Natalie Portman. <laughs> and... But now I thinking about this, I, I feel like I completely fell off of the Devil May Cry train at this point. I don't think I bought three. I got four at hey, some point. I think you just watched The Professional. I watched The Professional a bunch of times and was just like, Devil May Cry is sick. Yeah, I love this game. You just put it in your DVD player. You, you press play. You don't even have to uh, use the buttons. 
It's so intuitive. This is great. I like the story. It's this weird. Is... And then you just got you just got to remember to re- return it. <laughs> a couple nights to the blockbuster. It's great. Um, that dude, right, well, man, professional was great. He was awesome in Mission I, Impossible One. Genre? Well, oh yeah. Who's John Renault in that again? I don't remember. He flies the oh, helicopter. Yeah. Like, the train's going through the tunnel at the end, and he flies the helicopter into the tunnel, like, because the train is attacked. Oh, man. He ends up turning on them at the end. He's working for John Oh, Voight. man. Do you think if he was born in America, we'd call him Gene Reno? Yes. <laughs> Gene Reno. <laughs> it's very funny, because Jean Reno and Gene Reno sound like very different people. <laughs> <laughs> Not even remotely similar. That's what I like about it. All right, let's move on to the next game here. You don't want to explore that nugget? I don't know. It's been like 40 minutes. We've got through like one game. Uh, <laughs> no, we got through two. Did we? Yeah. All right. Um, but, but, but Devil May Cry 2, it's terrible, right? It's not, it's not a good game. No, it, it, made me, it made me jump off the series until like... A little bit of four, uh, it sort of brought me back, and then DMC was great. And now there's going to be a Devil May Cry five, so I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. Yeah, I don't understand the the naming conventions of this now. No, so it's it's outside of the story of DMC. This is a direct continuation of Devil May Cry four. What? Yeah, that's insane. I know. It's like Devil May Cry four was also a crazy game. It was good. I liked Devil May Cry four, but DMC was much better. If there's one, but, if you're going to take a franchise and be like, we should go more from here, go with the better game. It's just crazy because, like, it was like, all right, guys, you're going to play this level. And then guess what? You're going to play it again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, definitely cry. But it totally wasn't bad. I actually no, enjoyed no. the gameplay of that game. And it was nonsense, but it was fun. Yeah, I, I agree. It's like the precursor to, like, the Bayonettas of the world and stuff, yeah, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, what else you got? What do you got next on your list? Okay. Uh, they're saying MGS2. I don't believe that. No, I don't. I think that there is a big outcry against MGS2. Um, there, I think there always has been. I, I feel like, you know, the, the bait and switch of that game, um, while hysterical, definitely pissed off a lot of people. Um, but I think MGS2 is actually, like, it's a solid game. Literally and figuratively. Uh, okay, they're saying Force Unleashed 2. I kept reading this, and I don't think I ever played Force Unleashed 2, but I did play Force Unleashed. I did. I, I actually did. Um, I like the first Force one. Unleashed, Force Unleashed is a surprisingly decent game, but in no way is it great. No, it's not a good game. It's not like if you're looking at the pantheon of Star Wars games, or even like 3D Star Wars games. Like, or just games. <laughs> just games in general. I mean, no, Star Wars has a lot of bad games, right? Yeah. But Force Unleashed, like, it's no... Um, Dark, what, what was it? Shit. Dark Forces. Or, yeah, or Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, or uh, Jedi Knight 2 uh, Jedi Academy. <laughs> or uh, the other one. There's a Jedi um, Academy 2 game. I don't remember what it was now, though. Um, no, but I like Dark Forces, but I mean, there's also some like really bad Star Wars games out there. Um, Absolutely. Uh, but I, I feel like <clears throat> of the Star Wars games I've played, um, Force Unleashed, not too bad. And I played it on the Wii, too. And I thought it was pretty good. I think it's totally fine. And I think, like, so Force Unleashed was fun because you got to, like, you know, like, again, 
fun physics engine, like you use Havoc or whatever, and you could like throw around guys entertaining and they just decided to like give you a bunch of powers. Yes. Um, and you just let you kind of just end up having fun. It this this dumb story that, you know, didn't really matter, but it was it was fun. It was interesting. Uh, I I'll eat up any Star Wars story no matter how bad it is though, so you can't really go by me. The second one just like the the writing was just like the writing was blue. Not great in the first one. But they didn't even try in the second. Really? Yeah, that's depressing. I mean, the first one, you go to a planet of uh, Wookiees and fucking kill them all. That's awesome. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was crazy. That happening was legitimately crazy in a Star Wars game. But the second one, like, it just... And, like, you know, you had the moment, I remember in the first one, we were, like, using the Force powers to, like, you know, like bring down Star Destroyers and yeah. stuff like that. It, there's some cool set pieces in the first one. Yeah. Um, the second one kind of tries for that. It just never hits it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's a case of I don't know. Just I wish, man, I wish I had prepared something on it. That's disappointing. Um, no, it's disappointing to hear because I I mean again, first one's not a great game, but it's good. Yeah, and, and I think this one, yeah, it takes place between three and four again. Yeah, that um, that's right. And people say it was really rushed. Yeah. All right. I don't know. And they give you, like, I like when in, in sequels where, like, they have to give you two of something. Like, show that it's the second one. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. They give you two lights there. Really I fun. was about to say, it's just give you two lights. I mean, it's on, like, the cover art, isn't it? It's, like, Starkiller yeah. holding two lightsabers. Man, they really bet that, that poor guy. You know that, like, you know, he got he got a payday. He got to be the star and stuff. That's oh, yeah. Cool. But, oh, like, yeah. but you know that, like, in his head, he was like, a fucking star killer, man. Oh yeah, for it. sure. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a part of this world for years to come. You haven't seen the last of me. I'm the, I'm gonna be the biggest thing since Rip Taylor. Like that's how huge this is gonna be. It's gonna be me. It's gonna be Dash Rendar. <laughs> it's gonna be Mara Jade. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's let's step. I Shadows of the Empire. I think that game is awesome. I totally agree. That is another game that people do not like, or it just does not look well, I guess. But I think so, that Shadows is a great game. That wait, might it's be A great game. What? <laughs> I thought you like... No, what? <laughs> Alex! I didn't know if like, something like questionable happened in it. In a Star Wars game? <laughs> I don't know. No, the, the fight of Bo- <laughs> that, that fight against Boba Fett is very inappropriate. Yeah, it's really problematic. <laughs> that would not stand in a society today. <laughs> that one, that one part of the Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire where they just talk about the red pill and the blue and the black pill. <laughs> where Dash, Ren- Dash Rendar comes out as an incel. <laughs> I don't think that this. I don't think the Star Wars game could be made anymore, guys. <laughs> He's a mick guy. He's a man going his own way. Exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> All right. Next game, Alex. I've got here on my list Dead Space 3, which I actually so, kind of enjoyed, to be fair. It's not a good too. game, but it's I, I thought and it was did, totally fine. Did you play it co-op? No, oddly enough. Uh, I mean, you never <laughs> did, really, but, like, I heard people saying the co-op was actually kind of fun in it. There's only a couple of sections where I think you really 
it, it's like it makes a big difference. I feel, but um, yeah, I, I think that that could totally be fun. I, I do feel like it, it was a it was against the series though, and that's a good reason that people I, don't like it. I think people got annoyed with the character they introduced and Isaac talking. Then, but that was in two. He started talking in two. People loved. Two. Oh, that's right. Yeah, two is great. Two again. Um, the, the thing that I liked about three is that I could actually finish it because I wasn't scared, and I feel like that's the reason that people don't like it because it's not a scary game. But again, they added that like marine character. Yeah, that everyone like, yeah, everyone hated that guy too. Yeah, um, which I get because that was just like romantic, like generic, like gruff guy. Yeah, it was a Gears of War added. character. Yeah, and it didn't really fit, and that was weird. I and, agree. Uh, Dead Space and Dead Space Two are two games that I've always wanted to go back to and finish. Um, I've gotten very far into Dead Space 1, um, and decently far into 2, but like it, it always Dead comes Space to a point one. where I'm just like terrified and I can't keep going. And Dead Space was a long game. It's There's a lot of chapters in that damn game. And you're like scared for most... Like, it's a long time to be scared. Yeah, and that's... And I used to try and do like... There was a time, I think when... Not when we first started... Well, maybe when we first started the podcast, where I was trying to go through all of Dead Space and I would like... I'd get home late from work, and I would just, like, I would turn off all the lights in my apartment and just play Dead Space in the dark. And I pro- and I would I made it through, like, one chapter, and I was like, I can't do this again. Playing some Dead Space in the dark. Dead Space in the dark. Um, I, yeah, I, I think three is... <laughs> Rainbow in the dark, I think, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's... I, I, I don't think it's that bad. I think, actually, weirdly, Dead Space 3 is one that people would probably like more if they went back to. I, I yeah, I think that it plays better, um, but again, it's just not scary, and, and so I get it. And the the ending boss was terrible, where you're just like psionically like throwing pillars at a moon. It was really dumb. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, Fear Three is another one that people did not like, which again no. I feel is very similar to Dead Space Two in that it was just like a complete different, completely different vibe from the first two games, um, but I but it played better. So, Fear Threer. Yeah, I remember that was the that was right, wasn't it's it? For Threer, for it's Threer. Okay, so I'm trying to remember the 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 synopsis of this one. I can't. And remember I actually want anything I'm about gonna, it. I'm going to read it out loud for you. I could tell you the ending of Fear uh, Two, which we just discussed off air. <laughs> which is so, you okay. impregnating your ghost mother or something. Dude, okay, spoiler alert for a game from no, seven just, years just, ago. Just go, just go. I'm going to read... Hey, I'm gonna Colin, read a, sorry. Hey, Colin. So, I'm going to read... Tell you what, I'm going to read as much of the story recap of this game, and you stop me when it gets too insane. All right. <laughs> or just stop thinking sense. Right. David Brent. Um, <laughs> nine months after the events of both games, the stop. point man... The point man has been captured by Armacham soldiers and interrogated at a prison in Brazil. You're Paxton the point man. Metal. No, you're you're Paxton for the other three the other two games, right? No, I think you're the point man this time. These games made <laughs> But Paxton was who you were in Fear One and Fear Two, right? Yes, because well, okay, so here's Paxton Fettel, now a specter, interrupts the interrogation and frees the point frees the point man. Oh my god. The two form an uneasy line to escape the prison during their escape the brothers discover their brothers did this have co-op as well yes of 
Wait, did it? I think it might have. Or one person played as Paxton. Yeah, dude, it, it's co-op. Oh my god! It's the only one that's co-op. Oh my god! Fucking, this is so such nonsense. Keep going. Keep going. They discovered that they're brothers, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And that their mother is Alma and is being hunted by the creep, a monster unintentionally formed by the cruel memories of Harlan Wade. Yeah, this is just like, yeah, these games went insane. These games they got insane. very up their own ass with their own mythology in yeah. kind of a way that's amazing, right? Because it's such nonsense that it makes it better. And wasn't three written by John Carpenter? I believe one of them was. Yeah. So Fear One, um, you know, was was a totally cool um, first person shooter like horror game that was a technical showpiece when it came out. Yeah. And it was totally fun to play. I, I enjoyed myself with Fear 1. Fear 2 wasn't like it, it was years later. It basically looked exactly the fucking same. But the story was batshit insane. Again, when I said impregnating your ghost mother, that's how that game ends. Yeah. It... Fear 3 didn't up the ante in any way. <laughs> and that's kind of the problem with it. Um... There, there's a article that from the old UGO site. Nice. R.I.P. Rip. Um, that it, it, it made the one of the weirdest endings ever was Fear 2. Yeah, I, that totally is. Game is weird yeah, shit. Um, yeah, and like, and again, these games started off as like, oh, it's a shooter, but it's scary. It yeah. Ghost That's though. all there was to it. A shooter with a ghost that showed up sometimes just to jump scare you. <laughs> and someone was in the in the writer's room. Went no, <laughs> you get her pregnant and she's your mom. <laughs> but that is some like batshit insane stuff that like it's interesting because you would never think that that would ha- you know it, it's just so fucking crazy and out there. And then three just didn't do anything like so that's why Fear Two was like interesting. Like, it wasn't a great game, but it was interesting, and, and, like, you could talk about that thing. And, like, years later, like, I haven't played that game in a... Probably since, like, the week it came out, and I still fucking remember that shit. Wow. I don't remember what happened in El Shaddai, but I love that game. Me too. And there's the sequel coming out soon on Vita. I know, I'm gonna get the shit out of that. Is that actually been getting a, a U.S. release? I believe so. Um... Wow, it's really funny because you can tell how dated Fear 2 is that it touted that it was the most cute game on Gamefly. Jesus Christ. That's when it was, what, it was, it was me and my next door neighbor. And then yeah, after well, that, it just like became a, me. Well, like a 2008 thing to brag about. Yeah, <laughs> that's rough. All right, what else you got? What, what else you got for me? Uh, okay, so as I was thinking... Oh God! I got uh, I got a list in front of me, so you just tell me to go, and I'll go. Nope. You know what, Tiggs? I'm what? not gonna play your little game here. All right. I'm. You don't have to. I'm gonna say okay. Well, you know what? People are saying Killzone three and the fourth one for uh, PS4. Well, we all know how bad the fourth one for PS4 is. I believe that a reputable website gave it worst launch game of the year. It- not that bad. Ah, people are calling it one of the worst sequels. But but I did see that here. But like, do you actually hold Killzone 
that was high Killzone regard. 2 or whatever in that high regard no at the time it was a really good game it was like there were it, it felt different from every other first person shooter right um, and, and that was kind of the cool novel thing about it and like no first person shooter even today still like they don't feel like Killzone did because there's a weight to it and a heft to it um, but looking back on it it was like the like Killzone 2 wasn't all that great it was fun for the most part until the last stage which sucked um, and then 3 wasn't that great um, 3 was actually no, no I'm taking that back I actually thought 3 was okay um, yeah maybe that I maybe was, maybe I did too maybe that's why I was so annoyed at Shadowfall or whatever the fourth one was called yeah because I'm sorry 3 and 4 were on PS3 I right is that right no no 4 was on PS4 4 was a launch game was 4 Shadowfall yeah isn't it um I mean, there was there was the kill zone on the Vita, which um, is supposed to be pretty bad, I think. Or no, or is, no, Resistance on the Vita, I think, is supposed to be good. One of the it's there's a flip flop between those two. One of those is supposed to be good, one's supposed to be bad. Um, and I'm pretty sure I played both, so you know, left big impressions. Okay, yeah. So the games in the kill zone. Oh, you're right. Yeah, <clears throat> I know. Uh, I don't give out worst anything game without like. You know, I thought you know, kills, I thought okay, so I'm confused. I confused, but I did think Killzone Three was deep. I, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give you that. It wasn't bad. It was it wasn't as good as two was, but it it wasn't a bad game either. But I think that that game petered out really quickly. It didn't. There was I don't know I'm what sorry. it was about the Killzone Two or Killzone One universe that was like so interesting. But no, Killzone Two. No, I'm sorry. I can I, I, I shifted the games over one. Okay. Um, but no, Killzone Two. When that came out, I know everyone was like, it's, you know, that first one had so much hype over the trailer and everything like that. Yeah. But like, that kills it too. Totally fine. Totally, totally fun. Last level was awful, but everything up until then was Totally bad. Yeah. Three, I did not finish. Right. Because I just got, like, I thought it was so, the, the game, thought it was fine, but just so generic and forgettable. Didn't fall through with it. It was very Shadow Shadowfall was just kind of there. I don't understand. What's your problem? What's your main problem with it? Um, I feel like Shadowfall was basically just like a tech demo, I guess. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. I mean, it was literally just like, I just got this PS4 and I need something shiny. I I, I think, like, I, I enjoyed a lot, uh, you know, Shadowfall to an extent. And then at one point I was like, man, look how awesome this scenery looks. And it was, and there was like a, a big lake, basically, or, or um, body of water um, around the building you were in. And there was a bunch of sailboats in it. And I was just like, look how cool that is. And I watched it for like a minute or two. And I was like, oh, those boats aren't moving. This is just a painted backdrop. And that's why it looks so good. Yeah. And I feel like that's what that was. Shadowfall was just like, here's the magic trick. But don't look over here because everything's going to fall apart. And I, and I feel like that was my issue with it. That's true. I mean, it was a competent, it was a competent shooter. Effect. shooter. But okay. I get what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But... Well, you never really held the series in that high regard. No, like, I, I, I honestly did like, That's true. I did not. I did not. Um, okay, so that one doesn't really bother you. It doesn't keep you up at night. It does not, no. No, it doesn't. It was on the here's decline. A, here's a question for you. Okay. Halo sequel. Okay, yeah, we can talk about Halo sequels. Late, later Halo sequels, I mean. There we go. Because, I mean, well, even two. Two's not great. It really isn't. There are some really cool set pieces in 2, but it, it's it's wildly uneven, you know, because of the Arbiter stuff. But it's still a good game. It's a very good shooter. 
three is amazing. It is actually kind of crazy, isn't it? It is. It was a Metal Gear Solid two almost um, type of thing. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, but not not quite to the extreme because there was no way that that would have been allowed to happen. Uh, Halo three is amazing. I think Halo three is great. I think Halo three it might be the best of the series. Uh, reach you know is, it reaches up there as well, but it, it's either three or reach. I thought ODST was pretty good. I like ODST a lot as well. I do. That, that's a very I think good I think that's not a controversial opinion for the show. I, I don't think, think so. Yeah. Um, four and five. So actually, I I like four. I, I thought yeah, it was, I like four. You know, three four three coming in doing their own thing with it, and, and like it, it felt like a Halo game. You know, it, it looked like a Halo game, and I thought it was totally fine. Um, five, however. Um, still, like, plays really well and everything, but it's so fucking... You basically... You see, like, the same shit over and over again, more so than in any other Halo game before. Um, like, especially the end... The levels just go on for too long, and it's just boring. Um, it's... I mean, again, Halo 6 or whatever they're calling it, uh, when that comes out, I will buy it day one, and I will spend a weekend playing it. But, um... Halo 5 was, was a disappointment. I agree. Um, Even though I like it. God, I am almost out of this bourbon, and I, I poured a lot this time. So. Oh, man. Great stuff. Well, what was I going to say? So, Halo, the Halo sequels, yeah. I, I don't know. I, Halo got itself into a, a bit of a tricky situation where it's like it had to keep a sticky wicket. some gameplay a- aspects to it with like while like trying to adapt to the future right but not fully going there right and like trying to be different than like Call of Duty and other those games but like yeah while still trying to compete with them which is tough I think yeah they, they kind of passed four they just kind of had an identity crisis I yeah I agree with that it's weird, though, when you think of it, like, Call of Duty, while, you know, it and Battlefield, like, those are the the juggernauts uh, of, of like, the first-person shooter. Oh, oh they're the juggernauts, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it, it's weird that, like, they, they both occupied the same space and time in their, like, in their, in their oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And, and Halo could have just been something so different, right? And it was something so different, like the sci-fi element to it. There, there, at that point, like there, I mean, there were sci-fi shooters, but it, they weren't rampant. There was no Destiny. Um, it was basically like Bungie making them. Like it was Marathon and this, um, and then like Resistance came along a little bit later, and that was still that was a little bit more sci-fi, but like old school sci-fi. Um, but you, you'd feel like if first-person shooters were so popular, then like you throw it in space, and like how the fuck could that not be popular? Um, I don't know where I was going with this. Uh, oh, it was about, that, about them competing with Call of Duty and Battlefield. Like, people were hungry for first-person shooters. It's weird that, like, that they would feel like the need to compete on any other level besides, like, we have our technical prowess because, you know, these games are set in something. Um, and we can go nuts with our weapons. We can make fucking anything. And, it, and it's yeah. fine. But they never went as crazy as they could have, and I wish they did. Man, remember the Resistance games? I do remember the Resistance, resistance games. Um, Were those actually good? I, uh, um, I, I never played one. Two was very well regarded, so I remember picking it up and just not liking it whatsoever. 
Um, three, I remember picking up and playing. Colm and I would play it online sometimes. Um, we never made it that far. We actually, I, we were at a boss or something, and the game glitched out, and I got like stuck in a wall, and I was like, we're not doing this ever again. Um, it was an okay game at best. They weren't great. Yeah. Oh, man, I remember that. I'm looking at Resistance 3, like, I'm like, remembering this box art. Yeah. There were, I think they had a reversible box art as well that was really good. I remember thinking it was Resistance 3 was kind of alright. It was, yeah, it was kind of alright. It was kind of alright. Definitely not saying it. it was, that's Insomniac, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, alright, what about some Dragon Age 2? I really like Dragon Age 1. I skipped 2. Um, but I think that you've got some thoughts. Oh my god, that's right. It's all coming back to me now. Uh-oh. Um, Dragon Age 1. Yep. Super cool game. Totally cool game. It has the, kind of the tactics side to it. It has the different stories. It was Baldur's Gate, but like, updated. And 2 was when they decided to replace that character with one called like Hawk. Yeah. And they tried making it like Shepard. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And it's just like, and it was like a totally okay game, but it was just like not what made Dragon Age interesting. Um, so, I, I think you have the book, but I don't know if you've read it yet. But in Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, there's um, a really good story about one of the chapters is, is Dragon Age um, 2. And, and it kind of goes into like what they wanted to do and how. Basically, everything that they really want—well, not everything, but a lot of the things that they wanted to do with two—they had to push out to Inquisition because the company was just like, "We need a Dragon Age sequel right now. This game is hot." Like, do like, and so they tried to do something a little bit different, and, and like, basically just had to cut so much stuff from it, and like, the true sequel would basically be Inquisition. Yeah, and then Inquisition—I remember it was decent, but it was just not. It was good, not great. It wasn't as good as the first. The first one is great. The first one is an amazing PC RPG that they somehow ported to consoles and, like, they made Baldur's Gate accessible to people. Um, two, they got rid of, like, fucking everything from it. Yeah, they tried making it Mass Effect, and it didn't work, And really. it didn't work. And and you saw, like, the same building over and over and over again. Like, it was yeah, re- but they reused assets. Constantly. Right. And, that, and that made it just drab. Oh, my God. This like, I'm remembering this game now. Yeah. And then Inquisition was pretty good. Uh, not great, but, like, th- there was depth there. Yeah, I remember, though, people kept pointing out one funny thing about Inquisition, that um, you could tell that they didn't fix some stuff in the beginning, like, they like spawn points when you would, like, load in. Um, your, like, your character was, like, above the ground. Yeah, they were... And would, like, yeah. drop down. Yep, yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah, it was a little janky. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, i trying to think, like, there, I feel like there was something that, that I was like, oh, Resident Evil. Yeah, let's talk about Resident Evil. Let's talk about all of it right now. Okay. The first Resident Evil. Great game. Such a great game. Really good. Second Resident Evil. Very good game. Really great game. Possibly better. Probably. Uh, yeah. Well, I like the first one a lot. Um, Third one. Totally cool idea. Good game. Interesting idea. Like I feel like I feel like it got shit on. For, like, I feel like it got decent reviews when it came out. Like okay, then there was a period of time where everyone hated it, and now everyone's come back around to being like, no, it was actually pretty good. Yeah. And I think it was a pretty good game. Very cool idea. And now it's like, then they were like, guys, we can't ever stop making a game. Right. And we're 
Also, I think there's a gas leak, but we're not going <laughs> to check on it. <laughs> we're just going to keep making these games, no matter how many things we see. Resident Evil 4 was a great game. Um, um, Resident Evil 5, I really enjoyed. I think Resident Evil 5 is totally insane, but was a totally fun co-op experience. So Even do- though the co-ops were was crazy, yeah. and there were those tiny little boxes that... This is so bad, but but I really enjoyed playing that game. Me too. Um, I thought it was a fun arcadey shooter. It totally was. It was it was long for that kind of game, but it was still really fun. It was twenty hours of like insanity. Ugh, just too fucking long. It wasn't quite twenty hours, but it was probably it was. like fifteen. Yeah. So but let's not I, do any side stories because I don't want to talk about Outbreak or any of that shit. No, no, no. Yeah. Um. But Resident Evil 6, holy shit. Resident Evil, so Resident Evil 6 was divided up into three separate, four separate stories. Um, oh my god. You had the Leon story. Right. Which we played together. That's the only one we finished, I think. Yeah, that's true. Um, there was the the new character story. And then, what, and then there was one other one that was unlocked at the beginning. I can't remember what it was. I assume it was like the Chris. Chris, I, I have to assume it was fucking Chris. Um, and then, like after you beat everything, you got like the Ada Wong section, and that section was apparently awesome. But really, I, I didn't make it yeah, that it was far. Chris, it was Chris, Leon, and Jake. Who okay, was the new yeah, character? Jake was the new character. Oh. And then the Ada Wong. Yep. Leon's section was good. Chris's section was kind of boring. Jake's was just like, what the fuck are you trying to do? I think the idea was that like each section would be a different kind of game. And it was. Kind of. But you also have to understand how insane it was. <laughs> this game was for, like... Um, I mean, granted, like they, there was a lot of game here. There was a lot I of don't... game. Each section was like 7 to 10 hours, wasn't it? something like that because we played we played a bunch of it and it was just like it wasn't ending we played at least one we played at least like two chapters of each story but like Leon but then I think at that point we're just like no we're just gonna focus on one now and finish it and I think that's why we chose Leon um yeah and I guess like what what was like Leon was a survival horror section right yes and then Chris was Chris was a like, shooter. yeah, it was like more gears, like a, like a five. Yes. Oh my god, you're right. And Jake's section. I don't remember anything about him. Was it like a stealth section or some shit? I don't remember. Well, who knows? Who knows? Let's. God, that was just. Yeah, Maybe we should play Resident Evil Six. <laughs> what do you have it on at this point? I kept my my Xbox 360 copy of it. I do not. I just have it on PC. I probably have it on PC. I bet you could run it. Well, uh, maybe not at this point. It's true. Um, I would totally play Resident Evil. We've talked about that for years. And I would totally do it. I would totally go through the, the rest of those stories. I wish I still had a 360 with those saves on it. I know. I'm gonna, you know, I want to look up in where our save was and how much we actually played. Yeah, um, check that out. That'd be that'd be interesting to hear. But uh, yeah, that game's crazy. Oh um, yeah. Um, so, a couple of other ones. Man, we are going long. We were talking about how yeah. short this was going to be. Oh, man. 
Um, yeah. I've got God of War Ascension here, which we have shit on a bunch in this podcast. Same thing with Gears of War Judgment. Uh, both came out at the same okay. time. Both were just mediocre sequel spinoffs. I mean, they were just... they. It was kind of thing where... I think both those were different studios, right? Yes. Yes, they were. It's the kind of thing where someone gets tasked with taking on someone else's IP and you both, again, you know, you want to pay homage to something right. while trying something newish. And, like, with Fear of the War Judgment, they were, wasn't, like, trying to be more arcadey with some stuff? Something like that. Like, it was a lot, like, score attack. It was, like yeah. They were, it was, like, very strict, like, chapter breaks every time. Yeah, you're right. God. Man. But, uh, oh, man. Uh, yeah, and you gotta worry attention, just, like, People were like, like, like what, okay, so like when God of War 3 happened, we were like, they're like, that's it. Kratos is done. Right. And then, cut to two years later. Right. You get a sequel with multiplayer. Yep. Yep. Oh my god. But again, so yeah, like, that wasn't Sony Santa Monica, was it? I don't remember. I don't remember. But I just, but like, but there's no, like, where's your emotional attachment there if you're told, like, this is it, and you got, like, an end of that story? That's true. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and they've done a good job with uh, the God of War reboot, kind of bringing it back. Well, how was that again? Uh, they the the God of War, they did a good job with the God of War bring, uh, reboot, bringing it back. Yeah, and they did, but they had to. They... Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but let's but... get to some of the bigger ones here, because these are the yeah. I mean, I've I've got a couple here um, that I think that we can actually have discussions on. Um, what, one Far Cry 5, I just want to mention it because we keep talking about it every episode. I know, you're right, every time. And I don't, man, this game's just not doing it for me at all. Yeah, it's just kind of boring. Yeah. It's just and, a slog to play through. It's really disappointing. And and I guess that's, you know, some of that, you know, not it's not necessarily the game. It's maybe just, you know, us having played it. That's These true, ones. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's, you know, franchise fatigue happens especially when you've been playing these for seven years that's true that's that's very true it's it's maybe not its fault it is a fine far cry game uh, yeah i'm sure like it's weird to think i played more far cry primal than i did far cry 5 i i can honestly say i did not but that is crazy to think that was not a good game yeah it's not really no it was not um, all right, I've got a couple more. What what do you got? Um, my headset died, so I'm using this like a phone now, so I, I know. can check. Okay, all right, then I will just go through the final four that I've got. Um, I was going to say, like, you sound way better. Um, Duke Nukem Forever, obviously kind of like the quintessential. Yes, that is a piece of shit. Um, it's a really bad game. It's, it's a... Were the original Duke Nukems that good? No, but they were. But as products of their time, they were fun, and like, it was, it was a fun novelty. And like, you know, actually, they had fun weapons. Like, there was stuff about it that was totally all right. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like, you can't. It, it just showed how, like, man, some things that were super '90s should have just been like left in the '90s or like done in a way that like translates them to now, because. Holy shit, like, the the humor of Duke Nukem was just cringy now. It's really bad. It's weird, because I remember that, like, you can... 
Like, can't you, like, go to the bathroom and then, like, take one of it out, like, take something out of the toilet, right? You can take like, a turd out. Yeah, yeah, Diggs, you can just say it. You can take you a turd out. You can take a turd out of the toilet, and it's like, and it was like, why could would you do that? And then a couple of years later, South Park, the Stick of Truth, does the same thing, and it's just like, this is great! And he's like, why am I doing this? That was, yeah. It doesn't it open with, like, twins, like, giving you go like going down on you with that or something yep it's like these fake olsen twins oh my god that was so stupid and they're like duke you're so cool it's just like it's crazy because the whole thing is like all these people saying how like amazing duke nukem is why he's just a total asshole yeah and you're watching it's like i hate this guy yeah and everyone's telling me how cool he is it's so weird and giant bomb really had it right where like the game should have been like self-aware of that and like been him out of touch because like that's actually a story arc that sounds entertaining yeah if it was if it was old like duke nukem like broke and like shit on and being like just trying to like get back into like the spot like spotlight after like fucking sexual harassment or something like that that would (laughs) have been see i see it like almost like like ash versus evil dead okay did you watch that show at all i've watched the first season I like, like the kind of the way that like people are just like no to him and he's got yeah. like learned to kind of adjust a bit that's true that's a good point yeah I think that would have been like, really that could have been like, a great route for it like him learning to be more like us rather than like all of us trying to be like him yeah that's a really good point yeah that would have been good Man, all right. I've only I've got three more. One of these, well, I'll just talk, we'll just briefly mention Dead Rising Four, um, the most recent Dead Rising game. The one in Christmas, right? Yeah, um, like uh, Frank West comes back, I believe. Yeah, and it's kind of, and I think he dies at the end of it, um, putting an end to the Dead Rising series, basically. Um, kind of in a lot of similar ways to Far Cry Five. Um, I, I thought, like, I really enjoyed, like, Far Cry 4. Um, I, I thought it was just, like, a really well-done, tight experience with a lot of great characters. Um, and I thought that Dead Rising 3 was very much that. Um, wh- where it was just, like, this this insane, like, just well-put-together, tight romp that was, like, very fun, very funny, um, and, and, like, and interesting to play. And, and like, being, like, I played one, I don't think I played two, but, like, one's whole timer thing, and I know two had it as well, and, like, hating that aspect of it, but wanting just more of the core game, and and that's what three gave me. I do have to say, but I think that that's the thing, that three, three's definitely better. Yeah. Uh, I think three is the best of the series. It probably is. It probably is. But I do have to say, I, I did think that four, at least, I thought it did play okay. It did. If nothing else. It did. And I feel like it like if there was no Dead Rising three, like if it was like Dead Rising one, two, and then what is four, like I would be like, Yeah, this is this feels like like this is totally fine. Like I, I wouldn't think as poorly about it as I do. Um but Dead Rising three much in the same row of like a Saints Row three. Like it was just like a, such a standout title. Yeah. Um Dead Rising Three was good. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I really like Dead Rising Three. All right, what's the last one you got? I got two. Okay. All right, one that I want you to shit all over, and then one that I want us to just talk about for a little bit, and then that's all I got. So uh, what do you want, the shit all over or the talk about? Let's 
let's shit all over something fancy. So let's talk about Steel Battalion Heavy Armor. Actually, oh, I would need you to tell me about Steel Battalion Heavy Armor. Because I never played it. So it's funny. My first time at PAX, I got to do a little bit of that demo. That's cool. And I remember thinking that, like, because it was only it was five minutes. That's all you got. I remember thinking that it was, like, totally all right. And I was like, you know, they abandoned the crazy... Um, giant controller. Giant controller. And but it had Connect. Make... It didn't need it. Yeah. Connect is way more obtuse than any giant controller could ever <laughs> right. be. Exactly. It was worked horribly. This game is just like, it's, it, it would just be a bad game or a mediocre game if you were just playing it with a regular controller. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's beyond unplayable. I, I like hear that no- the demos were done in like perfect environments. Yeah. And that's why uh, it showed really well. Nothing worked right when you tried to play it. Yeah. Um, and you just end up getting stuck, and then one of your people would die in your your mech, and everything would go wrong, and it was just like it wasn't fun. Yeah. It was just like you had all these elements of like trying to make a hardcore game out of a connect game, um, but because the the core thing didn't work, that couldn't be done. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's. It was honestly, like, people were really hoping that it was, like, this is bringing hardcore gaming to, to motion. And it just failed. It failed miserably. It failed and because it, just, it didn't control. You, yeah. Um, and the thing was, they, like, they, you used a regular controller with it, too, right? I believe so, yeah. Yes, you did. You're, I think you're totally right. That's insane. But, man, but you'd have to, like, reach down and grab stuff, and then you'd have to, like... The thing was that, like, that was an idea that people had. They were always like, oh, motion controls. Use them with the controller. Uh, but it never, my God, it never worked. Motion controls in general never really worked. They were gimmicks, right? It's Yeah. I mean, the Wii did it perfectly. I mean, I wonder if you could do it like, a, an Oculus Touch or something I like that. I was just thinking about that. Like, if they were to bring Steel Battalion Heavy Armor back with, like, um, with, with that or, or, like, even, like, a PSVR setup or something, like... I think that Maybe. they would work really like if if it worked if it was ever going to work it would work on that. But the fact that they like tried they they tried that with stuff that didn't work and then like yeah again like they tried making it difficult it was it was shitty it was just not really shitty yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything about it was bad um, yeah it it was probably one of the most disappointing because like. The thing was, like, so, like, I remember there was, like, scandals that year. People being, like, the the, the previews lied to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like, and no, the dude, demos, I was yeah. one of those people, too. I did yeah. one of those demos. Well, and I so thought it was cool as hell. What was worse? Yeah, but... Steel Battalion Heavy Armor or Loco Cycle? Steel Battalion. Wow. Okay. Loco Cycle, though, is pretty terrible. Loco Cycle was it? Um, when I was home, I did find that my brother at some point had bought a copy of Connect Star Wars. No way! Oh, did you play? I I was really wanting to bring it back with me. Oh man, you should have. Do you still have a Connect set up? I still have one. I yeah, me too. Up. Oh, mine is set up. Does not work well, but it's set up. Um, I actually haven't touched my uh, anything Xbox in like two months. So I've been this is sad. like the only thing I've really played games on. Well, I've been playing a little bit of Shadow Colossus Remaster, but um, I really just play on like Switch or Vita or. Yes, at this point. Um, yeah. 
And so uh, PS4 was basically a designated like Amazon or Netflix machine. Yeah. Um, but then, um, so fucking Sony, I have Hulu Live, but because there's PlayStation View, they won't let you view any of the live Hulu Live content. But yeah. Xbox will. Like, you can get all of, like, the live TV shows on that. So I've now hooked up the Xbox, and I've been using, I've been uh, watching stuff on that again. It's so slow. The boot up on the Xbox One S is terribly slow. It's really Really? Terrible. That's yeah. weird. And it's just sluggish moving around it. It's, I don't know. All right, let's do this last one. All right, last one is Mass Effect 3. I think this game's totally all right. I think this is a good game, and I like the ending of this game. Um, I don't care, like, if it was so simple or whatever. Like, I, I don't think that it was all about getting to that end. Like, there was nothing that could have prepared it for that. No. I, I think that they, oh, excuse me. Uh, I think that they, they tied up as much as they possibly could have enough that made sense I wasn't looking for a hundred percent yeah every story you were, you were never gonna make people completely happy with that yeah it was but you know what that series I mean god it was Mass Effect was always overly ambitious and I that think trilogy is fantastic yeah um, if we had to choose one series of the last generation it's but it, it would be people that. would say I mean I guess people consider Andromeda a a reboot, maybe or a side boot. But it's dead now because of Andromeda. That series is done. Yeah. That game wasn't good. No, it wasn't. It was just boring. It was boring. Three wasn't boring. Andromeda was boring. Um, I, I think that there's too much hate out there for Andromeda. Oh, you don't what? You don't think they should be sorry? Those people sorry, three. It? Sorry, three. I think there's too much hate out there for Mass Effect Three. There's not enough hate for Andromeda. Uh, there's also probably too much hate on Andromeda too. <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's. I think Andromeda is not a good sequel. I don't think it's a good Mass Effect game. I don't think it's a terrible blight on humanity. It's not a good game. No, it's not. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's not. Compa- there are worse things that have happened to the world <laughs> compared to the first three Mass Effects. Yeah, it's a bad game. It's a really bad game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think Mass Effect Three is totally fine. I I like the ending. Honestly, I still like. I remember. I didn't finish it until the ending was patched, and and like there was like here's here's the ending that you guys really wanted or whatever, and I remember playing through that game. Well, definitely talked about it on the podcast before. Um, playing through this the game, watching the ending, and being like, I am very satisfied. I thought yeah. that was good. I wonder how they ended it. And then going and looking at like my downloaded uh, DLC stuff, and I didn't actually download the additional ending pack, so I only saw the original ending. Yeah. That's fine. I was totally fine with it. I don't. Yeah, I choose the color. Who cares? It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's totally people. Yeah, again, overreacting. Overreacting. Yeah. Not to say there aren't bad sequels. <laughs> That's true. We talked about a lot. And again, Mass Effect Three does not hold a candle to two. Um, I was gonna say or one, but you know, it's one. That's true. I love one, but it has its problems. Oh, absolutely. Even though you love the Mako. Love that Mako. All right, Tix. All right, let's take this out. Uh, you can find us on the web at shortwavegaming.com. You can find us on Twitter at shortwavegaming. Twitch.tv slash shortwavegaming. Uh, email right. us griefpodcast at gmail.com. Is there anything there? I'm looking right now, so g- give me the last one while I'm looking. Um, iTunes? Yep, that's the last one. Give it to me. Rate, rate us. Yep, that's all I'm looking for right there. Um, okay, so inbox is loading up. Okay, fresh new look. 
Oh my god, just let me see nothing. Nope, zero. Zero oh, okay. Well, what do you think of that, that Gmail first new look? I don't, I don't know, I think it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Alright, Tix. Alright, Alex. Thank you, Tix, for joining us. We'll Thanks. see you all soon. Yes. Next time on Brief Podcast.